0: Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Sports fans, golf fans, or just fans, it's been a minute. Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon. We just figured that um, when I finally accomplished the one thing in my life I was hoping to accomplish before death, we'd give people a few weeks before we talked about it. That was the plan.
1: It's a lot to digest, Shane. 37 years, nine months, and one day, I think you said. Uh, It's it's a lot to digest. So, uh, I mean, we were – it almost felt fake (laughs) when you sent it. It was almost like if it was anywhere near April, I would have thought it was a prank. Uh, It was cool that it wasn't. It was wild that we talked about it the week before on this podcast, and you actually did – Make one. Um, so run us through the whole, the shot, and then most importantly, what it felt like after the, the long-awaited yeah. uh, triumph.
0: So um, I was out in, in Walla Walla, Washington for my buddy Tim's wedding, and we. I'd always wanted to play this golf course called Wine Valley. Um, a, honestly, because it has an awesome logo, and I just wanted to buy a hat from there. But I'd also heard the golf course was sweet as well. Uh, it was. It lived up to, to all expectations. But it was me and my buddy Tim, who was getting married the next day, and my buddy Jake, who I don't think you've met Jake before. You would remember him if you've met him, trust me. Um, and then the group, we were playing like other threesomes, right? So behind us was Andrew Omer and Nick Woodruff and another buddy of ours, uh, Matt Kowalski. And we're on the par 3 eighth and I hit it, and there's a hill to the right of the hole. It kind of looked like it was like a slope that was helping it. So I was kind of thinking if I – if like as a lefty, if I pull it a couple yards, it'll probably still be good, right? So I tug it a couple yards, and it's still pretty good. I'm like, hit the hill, hit the hill, you know, just hit the hill, get close. It lands on the hill, and it starts trickling. And, you know, it looks like it's a good shot. It looks like it's going to stop five, eight feet short the whole time. And it keeps rolling, keeps rolling, keeps rolling. And then it disappears, and none of us really know what to do. We're just kind of like, you know, because I – Max, I've been tricked, man. I mean, I have have a lot of moments in my life that I thought I made a one. I mean, I played a waste management – pre-qualifier a couple years ago and I I hit one behind the flag at McCormick Ranch and I literally texted Cindy hey I made a one and then I just wrote back never mind because the pin with the holes balls hidden behind the flag I was <laughs> that playing is
1: so
0: a, oh I was playing a scramble years ago with my dad my dad's best buddy and his son and I hit one and we wrote down one on the scorecard and like the group behind us is going crazy and get up there and there was a slope behind the hole and it was two feet behind it so you I've can't been, write the score before you get to it. We, we, we couldn't see anything. You saw green grass in the green. It's done. And, uh, and so, you know, we just – like, I've had these moments. So, I knew it was in the hole, but I just wouldn't believe it. So, my buddy Jake jumps in the cart and drives up, and he – it was kind of one of those moments that just seemed like it was a comedy sketch. Like, he jumped out of the cart before he stopped. So, yeah. the cart just slams into the curb – as he's falling out, I mean, he's not the most graceful human to begin with, and he kind of runs down the hill. And now, at this point, the guys behind us are on the tee, and he runs over, bends over, looks down, and aim, arms in the air. And that was when we all lost it. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's been obviously been a running joke in my life, it had been a running joke in my career, been a running joke on this podcast. Uh, I wrote a, I had a tweet published like January first, and I predicted all this stuff for 2021. One of my predictions was Max wins at Riviera. One of my predictions was finally this is the year I get the hole-in-one. So, there you go. I should just retire Twitter as well along with my golf game.
1: That is pretty impressive. Um, the, uh, the side hill ball rolling hole-in-one or even just a iron shot going in is always the most wild because I feel like that's the most common um, not way to make it, but the most common, oh my gosh, it's going to go in. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. our angle, it looks like it's going right by the hole. And then you get up there and it's eight feet short. Sometimes it's 20 feet long. You know, it always looks like it's going in, but it almost never does go in. So when it actually does disappear, it is a wild feeling. Because when you hit one right at it, um you could tell if it's like a little left or a little right. But when a thing is running across the green, it's always like, "Oh my gosh, go in. And then you get up there and it's not even an easy birdie. Um but here here's my question for you cuz I think this is like the misnomer of the whole one. Where would you rank that shot um as a shot you've hit in your in oh, your career?
0: Like, I mean, it <laughs> like was a, it was a, it, yeah, it was like a 6 or 7 yeah, it's out the of most 10. Annoying. I mean, it was fine. It just Like, like your your point. I hit a shot. I played golf yesterday at uh, at my club out here Brookline, and like I hit an eight iron on a par three that was a way better shot. You know, it was it was five feet, but considering where the hole was and all that, it's like I hit it way more solid and kind of more what I was trying to hit it like. But dude, it was crazy. I like I had people coming. I mean, I'm the only time I ever get noticed in my life as like a. I guess I'm going to use the word celebrity influencer. very loosely oh, influencer we'll call it influencer i mean but i'm like i don't th- i mean i do think i've graduated Instagram past influencer influ- Nah, yeah. we're all influencers all right, everyone's influence and something. i mean is it okay to call yourself not an influence if you literally hate the platform that is produ- produce no you you have to um, no you have so, to lean into it so i like i never ever get anybody that says hey i know who you are or i know what you do or i like what you guys do unless i'm at a golf place like that's the only time right unless i'm in my element but I had, like, two or three people come up to me after asking to take pictures and shit. Like, <laughs> yes. I felt like kind of a big deal, you know. For a very, very short amount of time, it was one of the cooler kind of days. I mean, the text messages I received, the messages on social, uh, I would kind of had an idea of how I would kind of approach it if and when I ever made it. It was going to be kind of like basically what I did. You know, it's over. Like, not going to give any more than that. Um, so, yeah, it, it it was it was a wild day. You know what stunk was – My buddy Tim's wedding's the next day, okay? My buddy Tim is like an unbelievable dude, but he's one of those guys, like, it's not about him. Like, the situations are never about him. It's always about everybody else. Like, he's definitely cool to kind of, like, take a step back. But, you know, it's his wedding weekend, so this weekend is actually all about him. And it has to be all about him. And there's like an announcement that night about my ace, and oh, they God. want me to talk on it. I'm like, no, oh, man. <laughs> like, this is Tim's wedding. Nobody here wants to hear about this story. We're all good. But uh, I got to give a little shout out to Joel Klatt. Clat had a great line. He made he made his first hole in one. I believe it was last year uh, at his course out in Shady Canyon. He said, "The worst part about making a hole in one is everybody just wants to tell you their story about when they made their hole in one." Sure, um, yeah, that's. So i a, a lot of the, I've heard a lot of those over the last couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. That is kind of like the biggest problem... With but like in a funny kinda, you know, obviously not an actual problem way of golf is like if you ever tell I guess it's probably with everybody in society, but if you but in golf, if you ever tell anybody a story about anything, they have a story about something adjacent Definitely. to your story. Or like yeah, you could they'll be like, Oh, uh, you know oh like it's like the it's why the bandon joke is always so funny, is like if you oh, mention you Bandon, oh you've been yeah, my favorite course is you know, old McDonald, my favorite hole's number seven <laughs> at Pacific Dunes like you like run through the whole thing and you're like, man, Man, like I regret talking yep, yeah, at yeah. all but the whole one one is so cool because they'll never get old in the sense that like the best ones you're always gonna be your first one um just because it's like the the weight off your shoulders monkey off your back uh especially for you shanks it's been gosh yeah, so many decades yeah, it's just been just uh but half, it's just so this cool country's it existence happened. yeah I mean it's just it w- would be w- funny I, I I've heard a Uh, a working theory that they kind of come in bunches in the sense that your second doesn't come nearly as long after your first, um, which is good for you because you'll make it to your second. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's just like, uh, it's weird. The whole one, I don't even think the whole one is, I think it is underwhelming. And I don't mean that in like a slight to it. It's just, it, it is so great for a moment. And then like you said, it kind of (laughs) like It wa- rushes like it wa- it rushes away like it's like okay because in golf it's not like you get to just go straight inside and have your beers like you right. have to finish your round well, on maybe eight. you shank the next yeah. one yeah like it's like you could actually end the day pissed off and you made a one I don't know it, it's such a it's such like an underwhelming but like you do need to like not like uh, uh like the notch on on uh your belt like you need to do it but. It's just a w- it's a weird sport in that manner where like scores obviously are like feel like those should be more important but the w- hole in one is the one that like steps out talks the about. most yeah, yeah yeah
0: it's 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 the uh I mean like good golf scores are like raising children, you know. Like the hole in one is like the uh, the announcement on on the gender reveal. Sure, yeah, right? it's like a yeah. big balloon blows up in the air. Uh, well, if you of if that, you
1: posted if you posted your scorecard and said, "Look at this, best round of my career, 63, everyone would kind of be like, "Oh, this guy's kind of like a cheese stick. Exactly. Like, we don't exactly. really care. But if you post hole in one, everyone's like, "Oh, hell yeah, So, she. She. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so on the on that because it actually it, it plays perfectly into this. So, to one-up me, as most of my friends do in my life, my buddy yeah, what Andrew. What the heck? Do you hear this?
1: Did you see this? I saw this yesterday.
0: Yeah. My, so, so my buddy Andrew Omer on Friday uh, makes a hole-in-one on the sixth hole at Greyhawk. And I'm sure you all are going, man, that's really cool. Uh, the sixth hole's a par four. Uh, 334 yards with the T's he was playing. Made a hole-in-one on the par four. So, Max, that's incredible. I mean, I told him this. That's happened once ever on the PGA Tour, and it took like a bounce off a of putter, right? Andrew yeah. McGee. So, it is so rare. I mean, tour, I feel like every week there's a hole in one on the PJ Tour. For it to only happen once ever shows how rare of a feat it is. I know Solly's done it. I know he did it at Brewer in Scotland. I know Bouchergross at ESPN's done it, and they always love to kind of needle and joke about it when people celebrate holes in one. Andrew calls me yesterday, driving back from, from Greyhawk. He walks me through the whole thing, makes a hole in one on a par four, three under par on one hole, double eagle, super eagle, whatever we want to call it. The, the last 10 minutes, Max, was him bitching about making bogey on 18.
1: He, <laughs> Dude, this he, game it's is so, nauseating. It's so, it's so
0: ridiculous. He shot seventy. I go, would you shoot? Because, you know, you always want to – especially on a bat. Yeah. Like I mean, because you – if you make a one on a par four, you're probably going to frame some sort of a scorecard or, or do something yeah. shadow box. I don't know what the process is. But I'm, like, wondering, like, did you fire a good number? And he's like, yeah, I shot 76. But – I, th- I missed a short putt on 16, and I bogeyed 18. He's all fired up. I'm like, yeah, man, you made a one on a par four, though. So, like, your
1: day was good. You won Yeah. Uh Speaking of one-upping you, Chesson Hadley, who is Same on day, the PGA right? Tours, one of the best players in the world, had never had a hole-in-one period uh, and made one, I think, the next day. Did you make yours on Saturday? Friday. Oh, so he made it on Sunday. So two days later, makes one at the Wyndham Championship on his front nine, the back nine, on route to a 61 or two to <laughs> finish 125 on the right. PJ Tour FedEx Cup to make the playoffs and keep his card and avoid having to go to Corn Ferry Finals. So I was like, man, like the two people I always keep in my head of who have never made a hole-in-one were you and Cheston, just because I know you guys the best, and it is really surprising, both obviously great golfers, and you guys both do it within a three-day span. And his just happened to be to like save his season. <laughs> it just it didn't feel fair. It didn't feel fair to you.
0: Yeah, my mine didn't impact my job much. I had the, t- t- yeah. you know, I talked about it on golf today. That was about it. So but- how did
1: you? I have a question. How did you play uh, the rest of the round? Because I remember so- my first hole in one. I had the at the time like the best day like. Round in my, which made me think like, man, your attitude really does matter a little bit.
0: Oh, so so I will I will say this. So I remember I was playing. I think it was the first ace I'd ever seen in person was Charlie Couts, who's a buddy of mine. Used to work at TaylorMade. Um, he made one blind hole, so like we didn't see it go in. And then he he didn't he didn't he was like called his dad driving to the next tee. Uh, I think we were playing Aviar or somewhere that like was kind of tight in San Diego, and he pumped his hole in one ball in the shit. Like, yeah. he didn't realize that he was pegging it on the next hole. Oh, do you believe in that? Do you believe in, like, did you keep your ball? I kept it, but, I mean, I just kept it because I sure. remembered to keep it. Okay. Like, I, don't, I don't think I, – honestly, I don't think I'm going to do anything with it. So, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, you know. I'm looking at it right now because all of this stuff's on my desk right now. Um, but he pumped it in the in the shit, and he was actually pretty bummed about it. I remember when he did that. <laughs> um, I will say, like, the next hole was a par 4 because we played 8-9, and, nine, and then we were going to go to the clubhouse and, like, buy drinks and do all that. And um, I hit it in the fairway and then hit, like, a great second shot to about twelve feet, and I told I'm walking up there, and I told uh, I told told Jake, I'm like this this might be as impressive a hole as the hole in one if I can make three on this, yeah. and then of course I hung yeah. the putt. I did not make the putt, but I shot a I hit I had a really awesome wedge on the last to make birdie on 18 as a par five to shoot 70. I think I shot 72. Oh, 200. so
1: that's yeah. So you played great. So yeah, yeah I mean
0: I, it was funny because I I didn't care what I shot. I was hitting it well and nothing was really going in and then towards the end i'm like i need to probably I think that
1: i think though that's the point though is you kind of don't care because it's like the elation yeah. of it um you're checking I, your phone I, like you're
0: all your time You guys like every time you look at your phone you have 47 messages or whatever and you're like i'm not yeah. gonna get back to all these people you're inevitably going to do the thing where you ignore the one person that sends you the oh i wasn't good enough for a response text right sure, yeah. like, that's the one person you don't respond to but i think you were top you were one of the first 3 people I messaged.
1: You I I, I was I, so, I was really excited. Um and it was a bummer because we planned on trying to do a podcast that night if it happened and of course it's like, like you had to go dinner. do it. yeah it's like it was the worst possible <laughs> day. I'm going to do because you know what I'm going I'm going to I'm going to go back a little bit on this. When you said that you know the worst part or one of the worst parts about the whole one is hearing everybody else's whole one. There are I think times when those stories are really funny or great and it just uh, you know, some of them are just, oh, I, you know, it's just a way to, to brag in this case. And I apologize to do this. I have a funny one, uh, for, for, for myself, so I'm just gonna lean right is this into your what first the first one. Is this your does. first one? No, no. no, okay, no. Um, so, you've made how eight, many,
0: real quick? You've made how many eight? Okay, um, are you wait a minute? Your, your IQ is way too high to guess on eight. Do you feel like you're firmly at eight?
1: I hate. I hate counting a few of them because they were on the par three course I grew up at, but I was like eleven and okay. twelve years old, so like it didn't feel like it doesn't feel scummy. Well, you're but, hitting
0: like a nine or an eight iron from 105 yards. To me, yeah. that's like a four. I mean, swing my first shot.
1: one was a sandwich, but I was 10 years old, so it's like feels felt okay. I was 10. Should, I mean, you, it, should no be, a, you should You should play pro golf. As yeah, <laughs> um, foreshadow. But my the funniest one ever uh, is I'm playing. Uh, a drunk like have fun day we, we used to do that in long beach to like not be burnt out of golf and with five of us and, like college and at... what, what time is what time no no year? no. this is like uh like you know three four years ago we okay if, okay we would always we would try to make sure that one day every couple months when we were like playing a lot of tournament golf we would get the boys together and have a fun day at the golf course where we did not care like we just had fun So, um, we got on the team, it's five of us, uh, and one of the guys, the guy who we would always do it with, uh, Malinger, uh, who was also playing professional at the time, uh, we got on the team, we would very often times say, hey, you want to do $1,000 holes in one today? Make a hole in one, it's $1,000. We had done it dozens of times before. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And my buddy Ray, who loves to gamble, said no. Come on. That's weird, but who cares, whatever. Well. Mally goes out there and birdies the first seven holes. I tell him great putt on the eighth from 12 feet, and it horseshoe lip, lips out. So that was my bad, John, if you're listening. And Jeez. then we get to number nine, and nine is like 210 yards or 205 yards. Pins in the back, and I hit a five iron, and I made it. And um, like we are freaking out, losing our minds, because it's funny, and I'm yelling at him. like Because we were playing a match. I'm yell- He's seven under through. Right nine holes and i'm yelling at him that like he owes me a thousand bucks because like it's never happened before and then we start being like ray didn't take it like ray somehow had this like premonition not to take (laughs) it and he like to this day is all proud that like he did not have to pay out the thousand (laughs) dollars and it was just an incredible like Randomness and of course John goes out there that day and shoots like sixty one or sixty two and like in golf fashion like nobody cared because right, I right. made a one and I yeah. felt bad he played so good shot like I like like I said ten or eleven under started seven through seven and just uh, of course like you know your whole one literally took over a wedding let alone like some other just round of golf like you you were like you you became over the, the groom yeah. really fast I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: playing with the groom took it over uh I've got I've got two since we're talking about aces and I'm obviously a lot happier to talk about them now, since I'm a part of the club, um,
1: <laughs> I like that. We'd have to tiptoe. I, yeah. 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 I got, I got
0: two great stories. Cause I've seen a few now. It took a while in my life to see him, but um, one of them, and I think I've, I've told you this story before. I'm not sure I've told it on this podcast, but uh, back like in 2016, 17, 18 facts. you know, we, we've been on the road with Fox. We always are playing golf and Faxon got on this big mulligan recall run. Where you play a yeah. recall. I guess Louie kind of taught him the recall game. That was the game. one,
1: yeah, where he makes the double eagle. and Yeah, Louie makes or, the or, double or eagle. D- so, yeah. so, we were playing
0: we – we're actually, we were playing golf at San Diego as well. And Knight um, Fax was playing great, like six under, five, six under, and makes a hole in one on nine. And we and we recall it. So, he has to oh, hit the God, shot again. So,
1: that's so bad.
0: And he almost makes it again, Max. I mean, he hits it like oh, a wow. foot. He made it and hits it a foot. And one of the best parts is Brad – I mean – people that aren't around Brad Faxon don't understand this, but like Brad Faxon is a beloved figure. I mean, people know who Brad is. They know him from his golfing days. They know him from broadcasting. You know, he's, he's actually very, very kind of out there in social media. So like young people know who Brad Faxon is. Like Brad Faxon is a known, known professional golfer. We go in the pro shop after nine to buy drinks and uh, we're buying drinks. There's a group of four older guys and is like, Hey fellas, you guys need a refill? And they're like, yeah, sure, you know, you're buying. He's like, yeah, I made, just made a hole in one on nine. They were like, oh, wow, nice. You know, uh, what'd you hit? And he was like, nine iron, because the back tees, it was like 150 with a little help. And I hear one of the guys go, must have been playing the whites. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, no, man, that's Brad Faxon. Brad like, Faxon, man. One he's eight like times like one on tour. of the better like,
1: golfers. Yeah,
0: he's, he's really good. And then the other great one I had was my buddy, Matty Blake. I used to work with the Back Nine Network. Uh, we were playing, end up going for like an emergency nine. And he called it before he hit it. He goes, wow. He goes, Emer- emergency nine, I'm going to obviously make a hole-in-one on yeah. this hole. And then he made the hole-in-one. So.
1: Well, I, I will say that very often there is a story about how I called it. And, like, if they're anybody like me, like, I call most of what I do. Like, I say I'm going to make <laughs> it. And then I get to go back on the one of one million that worked. Um, I got a couple, too. Uh, I played uh, Sherwood Country Club with Dustin Johnson once, like, years ago. And, ESPN had been down there the day before. Did something, they get you and, guys
0: mixed up or no?
1: And Yeah, they, th- they needed a stunt double. Perfect. And, uh, and he had made a hole-in-one on 17 the day prior, and I guess they caught it on camera, and then this next day we're playing, and we get to 17, and he flew it in the hole on the same exact hole, and it hopped out. Come so he almost made a hole-in-one on the same hole <laughs> two days in a row. But definitely the wildest hole-in-one I've been around, And one of the – or actually, I just remember this. Lacey saw two in the same day in person this year. At Bay Hill, she saw Spieth make the one because she was talking to Annie, his wife. And she had walked back to the clubhouse and was coming back out to find me, see Spieth. And then later that day, I played with Jazz, you know, Jana – Jana Wadded, non uh, and anon. That's pretty, that was good. pretty good. And he makes one. So she saw two in person on the same day. But the weirdest one I've ever been around, I'm doing a few years ago, I'm doing a photo shoot thing with Travis Matthew out here at Phoenician. And we were sitting on one of the par three tees. And a couple groups would come through and we just sit in the cart. And um, the T- TM guys happened to just keep the camera rolling for no real reason other than just to like, so they didn't have to cut and they kept it rolling. We're sitting in the cart and two guys up like, you know, uphill on the tee box uh, go to tee off, two seem like buddies. First guy uh, hits, goes, lands, rolls, goes in the hole. I lose my mind. I run up the hill, I jump, <laughs> like I'm just like so excited for him. He's barely reacting, like we shake hands. His friend barely says a word to me. The camera's like running after us. Like it's just like what are the chances that this got caught on camera? I always think that when you watch like, you know, sports centers, like what are the odds that right, we saw right, a rollout, right. right? And we have this on like a you know, like a media like camera, like something good. I'm like stop. I'm like, was that your first hole in one? And 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 he's like, it's my second. And I'm like, okay. Like, why are you like excited yeah, why at don't all? You think like, what's you doing here? Like, I was so odd. And his buddy literally pegs the ball and goes, hey, what'd you hit? And I'm like, am I in the twilight zone? Is this like a big prank? And then they hit and like left. And I was like, why are you playing golf if that didn't excite you? Like, if that didn't excite, we like they left and all of us like standing around like from TM. We were like. Like, I don't – are they friends? Like, do they yeah. hate each – like, do they really, like, hate each other? Is this, like, a $2 million like match? A and, match and, like, we this don't know about it yet? Yeah. So <laughs> that guy just – like, yeah, that guy just died. It was – if I could – if I honestly, if I could meet any – if I could meet anybody in the world and get to talk to them and they have to be honest with me, I think that's the first person I'd <laughs> like to talk to. Because that was one of the weirdest, <laughs> weirdest experiences I have ever been a part of.
0: Not OJ, not nope, no not, this not these not two guys, I want to hear from I want to hear from the the uh, non-excitable honestly, I mean, ace
1: guy. It was a death match, I think that I think so. Yeah, I think sucking, that's what it was. So weird.
0: What did you um, hit? It's like
1: it's, you I mean, it's, what I hit. I made a one. <laughs> hey, I had a question for you. I was
0: going to ask later in the podcast, but you might mention a, a shoot. I, I was going to ask you this. I was thinking about this watching a commercial last weekend. I think you were on it like one of those titleless commercials. Do you ever get to those photo shoots and are just hitting it like complete shit? Do you ever go and like just like have to do, like have one of those days where you're there all day having to hit balls and stuff, and you just like don't have it?
1: Um, like it doesn't matter. Like they don't show what the balls look like. I'm just more saying like, for no, you know, no, like- no. There was definitely a day I did the irons thing uh recently that was like a big titles video where i hit every new iron they have coming out so like the the what is it game improvement yeah, irons yeah, yeah. like you know the big big ones all the way down to like the CBs, so not the mb's and i hit all of them and talk about them and um, I had taken a few days off and it was Lacey. We were in California for Lacey's birthday. So I go down there in the morning and like I have to drive, you know, like an hour and like it was early and I just my body felt awful. I didn't hit any balls before and I was like really nervous about like hitting these things because they are taking your numbers down. And I remember I got to like some of the game improvement, which was nice because like you can't hit them really you can't miss hit them, right. but they were drawing like you know some of them were drawing like twenty something yards. Uh, but the only one I ever, I think I got lucky uh, for for the one that most people see, the one that's airing like right now. They um, they uh, do like the I hit a wedge and like the drone flies over it and goes onto the green. And uh, I was supposed to then go do drivers, and that was the week of the U.S. Open at Wingfoot like I mentioned, and I hit it really bad off the tee that week, and I really didn't want to hit drivers on camera because it was kind of the you know beginning of some like shifts and in, in golf swing stuff, and uh, I was like, oh man, and Adam Scott was over there hitting, him. and I'm in line to like be next. And they are like, ah, never mind. We'll move it. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, I didn't really want to sit here and have to be, like, you know, pretending that my toe ball was actually, like, really <laughs> solid. But we did one last week at BMW, and it was funny because I got out there. I told – you know, I only had an hour, so we did only drivers, which no warm-up. And it was, like, the best I've ever hit it in one of those things, and I wished – that it mattered because, like, it was one of those where, like, it would have been a funny – because you get these Tiger ones where, like, you know, you, you see and he hits, like, two of the best shots you've ever seen. You actually get to watch right. the shots. I was like, if there were ever a time to make me look cool, it would be to, like, have the actual shot tracers on these and then, like, we could go back to them. But, of course, no. It, it was just about my, my shoes and my footwork, which, you know, I, I didn't <laughs> – I'm not really showing off with that. <laughs> I,
0: I I remember years ago, I think Rory was doing some Nike thing and it, it like, the campus up in Oregon, and he hit a drive. Like, the first drive he hit was, like, off property into, like, a parking lot. Yeah, well, was, like, you
1: don't get a warm-up That's mostly, what I'm saying. So, I mean, everybody's, like, yeah. laughing.
0: But, so, okay, same question, but for pro-ams. Have you ever – I mean, I'm sure you have, but do you oh, ever yeah. have the days with pro-ams where you're just playing, like, complete shit? Awful. Are like, many times. Think, like, Are the people probably think, like – are you – are you thinking – now, you're obviously doing your job, and you're going through getting ready for a tournament, but are you ever thinking to yourself, like – man these guys must be going yeah what's happening
1: well especially back in like 2017 not oh, that yeah, i was yeah. playing the wednesday proms, but i play the monday and then the saturday programs which were made for people who missed the cut and really really need money <laughs> um so i'd play those and i was every time i'd be like gosh and like you could hear them or or you could feel them feel bad for you like you could feel it or you get sometimes like oh you know do you know you want tour, you know, it's like you get the on tour question like, yeah, I am, man. Like, so it's not even my tour? first year. And it's like, <laughs> oh, this is just so hard to listen to. Uh, because the thing is, is if you go around a day, in my opinion, if you go around a day and you kind of like mishit it around, but like, you know you keep it relatively in play and, you know, even if you shoot a few over, like it's pretty easy to tell that like, you know, Oh, I missed it, but it's, pr- it's pretty good. But when I was playing bad and when some people are playing bad, like your misses are re- like when they're, when you have a really big miss, it's like, that seems like that's impossible for a professional golfer to have. So, uh, or at least a pJ tour golfer to have. So that's when you get like the guys be like, Oh man, you know, you want to hit another one? And you're like, please stop patronizing me. Like, <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't know. Th- those are, those are the tough, those are the tough ones. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you definitely have a lot of bad – I heard a funny story yesterday. I won't use the uh, pro's name, but uh, I guess, like, he had played – he was on tour, played a tournament, went off property because he missed the cut on uh, Saturday, and went and played with, uh, you know, his buddy and then a few members that he didn't know. And I guess, on like, he was like a – he shot, like, 81 on one of the holes. He had, like, a shot from the middle of the fair with a hybrid and, like, cold-topped it into the shit. And uh, – you know, one of his buddies, uh, buddies, the member was like, "Hey, um, you know, so, uh, you know, what, what, you know, what, what tour's he on?" And he's like, uh, "the P- the PGA tour." And he's like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, like he's here because he just played like this tournament this week." And he's like, "He played in that?" And like it's just like <laughs> you get days like that because the, there, there's a there's an unfair expectation of what pre- of like course, PGA of tour. Course. I mean. Like we talk Rory, about this all the time. Yeah, like you said, Rory hits it off properly. I mean, when I played with him the other day, uh, two weeks ago, he like hit it right i mean we found the ball but it was like so far right and it's like every literally everyone does it i mean jt topped it this year it just happens but it obviously happens less but if you were to see every shot every all of us hit you would think oh my god like you guys miss it a lot but the thing is is when you watch the highlight reel it's like not even one time off the you know edge of the fairway so it's just it's kind of a funny thing it is definitely an uncomfortable feeling when you are uh when you are not playing well in front of a bunch of strangers that like expect a lot from you. It's frightening. Actually, You
0: ever got a tip? You ever got like a, like a tip from a pro am player. you like a, no. like a golf tip. Like have I not... told
1: you my tip? I gave the guy that was like the worst tip ever. Have no. I ever told you this no, story? I don't think so. Dude. I was playing a pro am on a Saturday. Once again, miss the cut at Torrey pines. I played with these guys. freaking awesome dudes. Um, I think you get a little more sympathy on Saturday cause they know you miss the cut and you're not right. probably in the best mood. Um, but I play with these awesome guys, and on the first hole, a guy hits his drive. It's not very good at all, and he goes, "Hey," and I like I appreciate this when they say this because I don't like to give tips out unless you ask me for a tip because I'm not gonna like go over and be like, "Hey, you should try this and this and this." So he comes over, and goes, "Hey, if you don't mind, like, could you give me a tip on my driver? Like, I don't, I don't really get it off the ground." And I'm like, yeah, let me look at the next one or whatever. So he hits the next one. It's Torrey Pines, freaking hardest golf course ever to hit driver. You know, it's narrow fairways and long. So he's like, okay, so I watch the next one. I give him this tip. And so the next 12 tee shots or 11 tee shots he has to hit, uh, he tops every single one of them. And I'm like looking at Joe like, dude, this might be the worst (laughs) tip I've ever given somebody. It's not working at all. And on the last hole... He pipes one right down the middle, and he comes up to me, goes, "Man, I just want to say thank you so much. I love that tip. I know I haven't been driving it great, but like I really, really get the tip, and like you know, I, I appreciate appreciative of it, and I really think it's right." And I'm like, "That can't be right. We're we're one for twelve on ball and air." So what did like, you tell him?
0: Like what were you What were you telling the guy?
1: Oh, it was so long ago. It was, was like was it like move it up in your
0: stance or something?
1: I honestly like, you can't know remember. Okay, okay, okay. I, I w- if I could remember, I wish I could tell you because I would tell nobody to ever do it. Like it clearly was just the worst advice <laughs> that was ever presented hey, to anyone. I, I have a, I have a, I have a dumb, I have
0: a good idea actually that I'm going to present now because we're talking about this and it just came to me. But we spend so much time worrying about a, a, the next video that will be viral and what's going to attach itself to the young cultural out there. Why don't they do the random dude fakes being a pro am player, and he's terrible at golf, and the whole time he's like, you get a caddy, and they're like really working on stuff, but he's like legitimately like an eighteen handicap. You just have a fake pro golfer playing a pro am, and like he oh that every shots a really an, good idea. every shots an excuse. Like get Bones to caddy for him. Like Bones is is taking this kid on under his wing this week, you know, and like Bones buys into the whole thing. I feel like this would this is a layup.
1: I. That's a great idea. That is. Thank That you. is an absolutely phenomenal idea. Um, it would have to be,
0: like I'm Adam Damon. People be like, sure. Yeah. That sounds like a pro name.
1: It would have to be. <laughs> Some sort of pro am group who was like the uh, last invite in because they didn't yeah or they pay got invited from something. their company
0: right their company yeah. paid for their foursome so, they, so make sure like golfers, the boss right.
1: guy is cool I think that would be awesome you'd have to vet the groups. So you'd have to vet
0: the groups and, yeah and, like actually find out their golf knowledge like you'd have to find the person that follows the PJ Tour the least and they'd yeah. be like who is this guy again like but you'd you'd get audio from them shit talking the player like the yeah. players giving. The player's the worst driver ever, and he's giving all these driving tips. You yeah, know I mean? love it. it no, 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 no. Like, seems awesome. Your,
1: your b- ball position's off, right there, yeah, Kyle. And like, all why the, why the tips it? are awful. All the tips yeah. are awful.
0: All the pros move the driver up in their stance, but actually, it's better to have it off your back Bad. foot. Yeah, you, know, you like, need back foot. You get squeeze more it. more squeeze more pop. It. Yeah. We haven't checked in since the BMW. Um, so I want to talk a little about the band trip I went on. I've been abandoned, but before we get to that, uh, I would wa- <laughs> it's Oregon. You'd love it on the coast. Um, but you're, let's just go through kind of the last couple of weeks. In I mean, just the hits like the good, the bad, the otherwise, um, I mean, like the feelings of being very, very close and then, you know, being just kind of missing out on tour championship, like kind of recap the last few weeks of, of your season.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Uh, didn't play particularly good Thursday of, uh, uh, Northern trust. And then went out there Friday and played one of my favorite rounds. I played, like, I felt like at that point I needed to make the cut to keep my hopes of the tour championship alive and went out there and just played freaking awesome. And I played well all week. And Would you just shoot never, that Friday? Uh, five, five under. It Got should it. have been, it could have easily been like seven or eight. I missed two putts inside of four or five feet. And like, I played, just played really good. And, um, putter has been really cold since like the open and, yeah, I just uh, went out there the next uh, two days, kept hitting it really well, uh, just didn't putt it well, and then went to Caves Valley. And, um, you know, really cool property. Uh, really, really cool property. Um, I mean, I, I didn't – I it's not the time of year to play. I, I think if it was firm, it would have been a little bit harder. Um, but it's like the perfect uh, golf course where I would say like – like to, to use Omer as an example, um, where I was thinking like Pete, my buddy Pete. Like if I bring Pete out there, Pete's um, a pretty good player, man. He's like a four or five handicap. He's good. I I would never lose to him out there. Um, in in a like with strokes, I'm saying gotcha. I would yeah. kick the shit out of him. Like but, that like, would be a good, play That'd here, be a good get a
0: grip versus no laying up. Uh, it would be better do because they would have
1: one guy who was far enough to get to the holes. But like for us, it's like it was like a not a. It's the opposite of a pitching puck because it's a lot of long irons in. But it just that's where everybody kind of thrives it's open and even if you hit it in the rough it just did not matter so it became a putting contest um and uh it's not fun to have putting contests we're not putting very well and that's kind of what it felt like so it's a huge bummer man I was very disappointed in myself um but the game's really cool. So like, or is in a good spot. So that's cool. Um, so that was fun, but it was a really cool, uh, you know, cool couple last couple weeks to have like the, um, excitement and everything. Like it's, uh, you're kind of in that position, which is sweet. Um, and it is fun, you know, uh, those, the, you know, BMW is like probably the coolest event we play all year. Um, they just do such a great job of like the grandstands, as you could tell are like huge and like the turnout's really fun. And, uh, buzzing, I don't know. Dude. It, it was yeah. It's always that, buzzing. On that playoff it's, and everything. Cool, it was good. Hey, it, it's a cool tournament, man. So it's fun to fun to get to do that and 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 um, you know make it to that that round again just because it's such a cool event. But um it's nice. It's like I was thinking about it. It's like uh what is it? Disappointment kind of breeds determination. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like I left that thing and man, I was pissed and. And really bummed, but like encouraged because the game's there, right? So, like, it's a little different than years prior when I've missed. Like, last year when I missed, uh, like, game just felt freaking terrible and I went into the fall and kept playing bad. And this year it felt really, really good. It just, like, uh, I can't get the ball in the hole. I'm just not having very much fun. So, like, that's the cool part, leaving determined. I was even texting uh, Taylor, messaging him, and he's like on kind of the same wave as me. And it's kind of fun to have another buddy be like, dude, he was like, you know, I typically take. You know, a bunch of days off after and he's got a little baby, new baby girl. He's like, but I'm like itching to get back and get going. So it's like cool when, you know, I got a little crew. I had dinner with Joel yesterday and, um, you know, he was talking about the same thing. So it's cool we got a little crew of guys who are like equally as pissed off. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, want to put, like, had, so a, had, had great years. I mean,
0: that's, had great years, that's but, the cool thing is like, you guys, yeah. have, like, you, I mean, I think it's easy. It's probably fair to say this has been your greatest year ever, right? When oh, say yeah, that, yeah, yeah. By so a mile, yeah so so I mean, you kind of come into that and still have it. it kind of goes back to the Andrew Omer scorecard thing, right? Like you had your hole in one, you had your moments in in twenty twenty one but there's still stuff you want to improve yeah, on yeah uh, sure. two things two things, one, and you tweeted this and uh, and I used it on air on golf today uh, kind of on monday, but and I think you were kind of touching on it a little bit, but everybody under par at a playoff event seems a little weird. I mean, it's got to, it just, I, I, here's my point on this, Max. Tell me if you agree with this. If the PGA Tour, and, and I'm, I'm pro FedEx Cup, I'm pro playoffs. I think it's great to have this guy Yeah, at the end I of actually the like them. Yeah. And so, but it needs to feel major in a lot of ways. And in my, in my mind, that should come with the way the course is playing. And I mean, you can't do anything about weather, sure. But like 30 under doesn't need to, and I mean, I'm not a big scoring person, but I need fear of bogey. 30 under isn't doing it for me. Two guys at 27 under, like, It needs to breed some tough days and tough rounds as well if it's going to be true kind of a playoff field like other sports have.
1: Yeah, I I guess it would be one thing if, like, you know, this was just some random weather sell that came through. But, like, everyone there said, dude, like, Baltimore this time of year is hot and humid and it's going to get some rain. And even if it didn't get rain, it's too hard to make this place firm. So, it's like, yeah, like, we. So you, my point is you know what you're going to get. The benefit they had at that course – like I said, it's no knock on the golf course. It's just the separation of scores is is just not. It, 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 there, there's not enough trouble for for professional golf. But um, the the benefit that they had is I would say seven, 16, 17, 18 were probably the most interesting stretch of holes uh, on the property, three three hole stretch because 16 was like a marginally reachable par five. Uh, only like the longest guys could reach yeah, yeah. it, especially on Sunday. And then 17 is like a downhill, kind of like scary T-ball. Um, and then, you know, Pat uh, Cantley hits it in the water. Um, so it's a little bit more of a dice hole. And then 18 was easily the hardest hole on the golf course. It, yeah. was, um, it was uphill uh, to people's uh, eye on TV because I watched it on my way home from the uh, tournament uh you can't tell how uphill that second shot is and and the lie you're hitting it off of is like very steep uphill and bryson made it look short but i mean i hit because we had a little into the wind that that uh morning i had five, i hit five iron in that green wow. and it's pretty small and like the pin uh there's left is not very good and right's obviously water so i feel like it was cool in the in the, in the manner that the uh the last few holes had some teeth and they were exciting and there was some variance, but yeah, I'm with you. Like, dude, you need to, there, you, there has to be more trouble or something. Like there has, like you said, there has to be a fear of a bogey because, you know, it's just, if not, then we are kind of just putting for either par or birdie, yeah. and it's just like who fills Look, who it up in the
0: playoff. The playoff was the number one and number two in strokes game putting that Put, week, the which playoff. is cool.
1: I like I like variety for the season. I think we've talked about this. I like having a Hilton Head and then having a Caves Valley. Right, I right, like right. having a um, Players API, Championship. Yep. Yeah, and then having like a PJ West. Like I like having all that. I'm cool with all that. My problem. is... It's not again. It's not a problem. Whatever, but it was both events because of the weather. W- were felt the same to me. They were really, okay. really, really, really soft. Obviously, we had a freaking hurricane come through, and shout out to everybody dealing with with that. That's been awful. But we had a hurricane come through, and miracle got to play. Like the grounds crew did an unbelievable job. It was way less soft. I mean, dude, it was as it wasn't even as soft there as it was at caves the next week, which was incredible. What they were able to do. But we go and you basically play the same event two times in a row. It's longer golf courses, obviously soft because of the weather, and it felt like a bit of like a who could make the most birdie uh, uh, birdie putts from like 12 to 15 feet. And I don't know. It just felt a little one-dimensional, especially Caves. I, I guess the point about Caves is I think it's a beautiful place. I would go there 100 times out of 100 if I got an invite to just go. Um, I th- thought it was an amazing property, and the people there are so cool. The, pro, the thing that it teaches us, I hope to God, is stop making golf courses longer. Like, it's not doing any good. It's doing no good to make golf courses longer. Because it's not helping the amateur who, who already d- struggles to hit a five iron. And it's not making it harder for us because it's just going to be the same thing. You make the holes bigger they make the fairways wider and then they make the greens bigger it's like dude you're, you're like asking for you're me to feel comfortable with a five hands. iron yeah. like yeah it just feel, felt easy so it's like let's get back to like using you know some creativity and and you know you look at the one guy i had a cool conversation with Scovron a few days ago and we were talking about this because i was explaining the golf course to him and it's like Pete Dye, I guess, back in the day, got kind of a bad rap because his courses were over the top, right? I mean, like, they were almost too hard. Right. And now he's the only person whose courses keep standing up to this, like, whether it's a distance boom or just better golf, whatever. I don't, I'm don't. i not even going to make a point on it. It's just right. whichever side you think. But the, he's the only guy who the courses still stand up to. And what they are is they're a little more quirky. Get quirky. Make Make – it awkward make it blind make it this and that like stuff that I don't typically like about that that's one avenue to make this thing harder because it is not what we are doing with 70 when I saw that scorecard it was 75 something 7600 yards and soft as hell like my ball didn't roll a foot and I mean you're just eating it up you're pissed at one under par and it's just amazing and uh the the funny other funny thing is is like you know I, I'm typically on the side of you know the no uh, lift, clean, and place thing. I know there's always like a big, yep. uh, uh, you know, frustration. Everybody with that. freaks out one way or the other, right? The first two days, man. Like if we didn't play lift, clean, and place, it really would have been circus golf. Like it was. I mean, there was so much mud on the golf balls because, of, like I said, the time of year. So it's like, man, that would have been the only way to make this thing hard. But is that? I don't think that's like entertaining no. to watch. Like that would just been watching golf players straight up guess all yeah. day. It's luck because I typically, as someone who's struggled to chip, I love lift clean in place because it helps me around the greens. I can move the ball to a really good lie, especially if it's grainy. Um, because I'm always of the fan of. I don't think playing mud balls is is a true test of golf It's luck. It's who gets the most, who gets the least. Like it's not, that's not a great game to play, but it does really help around the green. So I'm usually a proponent of, you know, as someone who struggles with it, I like it, but I know that it's almost feels like the lift, clean and cheat thing. So I don't usually like it. And, and and for the game of golf, but this week it was like, man, you have to have it. And then it just became, man, this is pretty apparent that bigger golf courses for tournament golf are not it, but they are it for um, your buddies and, 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 trips and and outings and like things of that manner because it is awesome but it just ain't it for professional golf man i mean once in a while if you want like i said the variety of a low i think it is a skill to go dummy low and put the lights out of it i don't think that's a bad thing at all but i think that like you said for the second leg of a playoff event to make it to east lake it's like how about we show like a little bit more game i mean the second fairway at Kays valley is 100 yards wide par five it's like right, we're just getting up here and smashing it huh i mean i saw charlie hoffman the first day hit a snap because he was trying to bomb it, and he—he's I mean, fine. And it's like, man, you know, these are guys I'm competing against. I'm not saying that, like, I'm not even salty about not making it. I don't think that's the reason at all. I don't think I would have made it on a more demanding golf course the way I was putting it. But I just think the point is, is you should have to think a little if you're at the par playoffs. Should be if good. That was I, yeah. In I, the playoffs, par, it's different. I, yeah, I, it.
0: That's the one thing is that is I I get I have a problem with when there isn't a real fear of bogey late in tournaments. And I also have a problem when, when you make a par in golf and it feels like you're taking a step back. You know, pars, yes. no matter how good yes. you are, pars are a celebrated score. They should be a celebrated score, right? And the fact that you're making a par, I mean, I can only imagine what you must have felt like, Max. When you, I looked at your kind of tracker a couple days, and there were a couple par fives like you missed five footers on. And I bet you were walking off, like, beating the hell out of yourself. Dude, it's you know, awful, and, yeah. But, you know, like, you're making par. Like, you didn't drop two shots. You didn't make double.
1: No. But you're sitting there going, I have to make four here. Um. Or I'm, and I or think I'm, that's a skill, though. Like, that is a skill. I'm not taking that away. But I just think for that, like you mentioned, like, that stage of the season, I don't think that's when we should correct. be showing that skill. We should be showing the – like you said, it should feel a little bit more like a major like last year. I mean, last year was – brutal and i will even say that medina as low as those scores were cuz they were crazy low if you look at the bottom of that leaderboard where you'll probably find a name that rhymes with coma uh, the scores were a lot higher than they were at caves. Like there was, you know, I shot five over one day. Like it, it was a lot harder. Right. So uh, there, there's something to that. I understand <laughs> that the lowest scores were low, but at least you get a, a dip. And this one is like, you know, I played with Colin on Sunday and we both went out there, played pretty good and shot three under. And it was just like, man, like they just, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know how, you shoot over here, and I also think shooting like eight or nine under would be awesome. But it, it really felt like you would just get dumb hot with the putter to to do that. So it's like I didn't feel like like he hit it like he always does really well. I hit it really well that day, and it was kind of like uh, you know like couple going to add. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, it's like you know, the, the shot times where somebody did anything. Yeah, it was made a fifteen footer. So it just felt kind of odd. But again, it uh, these events are so cool at late in the season because they do whenever anybody goes like, man, what a leaderboard though. It's like yeah, well, like yeah, it's going to be. That's the cool part about yeah. golf is seventy. When you get the 70 best yeah. players in the world, you're going to get really cool at, um, uh, finishes like Patrick and, and Bryson, where they are two of the best players in the world and they deserve to win that golf tournament or any tournament that week. You look at them this week still playing well. So that's the cool part um, about golf is you're still going to get these exciting uh, competitions. It's just, it just ends up being like, which, what type of golf did you want to see at the end of the season? And again, I think Cays Valley would be an awesome uh, place uh, even to play a tournament. I just don't know. Like this, it felt weird that we went to the ease Like it was the easiest course of the year, maybe. Right, like it's right in the there, playoffs. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I'm with you. I mean, it,
0: it like the thing. I the thing I always say. And again, I, I I was listening to Shotgun Start last week, and I and I remember who it was. But one of the guys, poor Porath or Andy, mentioned that you know one of the biggest problems with the and and again, I don't think there's a big problem with the FedEx Cup, but one of the biggest problems with it is the term playoffs. If the word yeah, sure. playoffs would have just thrown and thrown out the window, and we just called it the FedEx Cup. I think people wouldn't expect as much considering the fact that playoffs, you know, elicits a thought in our head about, you know, season ending, so much at stake, all the pressure. But you made a point, and and I was going to ask you about format too because it's been a hot topic as well. You know, I've been pushing, and I think a million people have been pushing for the end of the year thing being match play. And I understand a lot of the reasons why people wouldn't want to do match play. TV doesn't love match play. The potential for having a matchup in the finals that's not the most exciting you could get. But you said it about BMW, and I say the same thing about this. If you're the PGA Tour, and your goal is to get the 30 best players in the world playing, like playing at the end of the year, then you can't you can't land a disappointing finale, even if it's let's just say two lesser names. I'm not saying these players aren't exciting, but let's say it's Kevin Na versus Billy Horschel, right? And it's not Bryson versus Kepka or something like. To me, it's like that does it doesn't matter. Like the NBA doesn't complain when it's not, you know, Lakers, Celtics, right? And then NFL doesn't complain when it's not Cowboys, Patriots. Like you celebrate who's standing at the end because those are the players that were the best. So, like with all the format talk, do you care? Do you look at it one way or the other? Like, do you like the way it's set up with the staggered start at the tour championship? Like, where are you kind of at with it? Because I've seen a lot of players kind of speak on this as of late.
1: Yeah, I think this format's the uh, best option, okay. so I'm cool with it. Is it weird? Yeah, but it's not that freaking weird. Like, after day I think, one, it doesn't feel weird, I don't think. No, I think the people that complain about it are just trying to find something to complain about about how weird it is, I mean, because it's it's not weird. It, you're giving a leg up to people. Um, yeah, sure, that's not exactly playoffs. Golf is obviously a different sport than football and basketball. But yeah, like you said, after the first day, we were just watching a golf tournament. People are under more under par than other people. It's like right. very normal. The match um, play you don't like, like? Would you be in on that or no, no. I think that the idea of it, like the the, the core uh, baseline idea of it, is is awesome. But I, th- the more I think about it, it's just like you mentioned already. It's so bad for TV that it just would do terrible. I mean, you have it's why the last day of Austin, uh, the WGC in Austin, which is the cool. I love match play. It's my favorite type of golf to watch. It's it's different. But that last day sucks because you hit see two shots and then they walk for five minutes and it's just like man this is really slow like you need I some have a solution it's actually, for that i have
0: a solution it, for this it's actually
1: why i liked a little bit the old fedex cup uh finale when it was really freaking confusing but it was fun <laughs> because it made the tv people and like you know which is something that we've you know kind of complained about a little bit But it makes the tv people jump around and be like oh if Shane misses this putt, and then Max makes this putt. It yeah. flips, and it affects DJ, who's in the last group. It's like almost like you got like an overload of stimulation. Where I feel like even now, you know, Patrick and uh, Rom are kind of running away a little bit. Like if 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 one of them runs away from the other, then it gets boring again. But what is your solution to the match play thing? Because I I that's where always my fear goes. Because I don't even really like to watch the last day of that Austin event.
0: So so I have an idea. So I think you know y- you do single elimination. You start the tournament on on Friday or Saturday, okay? So the first day is Friday or Saturday. So that's probably Saturday, more of a primetime day, right? Because the, my thing is is we focus so much on the final day in terms of ratings and interest and viewership, but it doesn't matter what round it is if you get great numbers, right? I wrote out a, a list of some of the first round matchups. I mean – uh, I think I think Bryson Reed was one of the first-round matchups. Um, there was a chance that it'd be Rory Cantley in the second round, Dustin Johnson-Finau in the second round. I mean, like, you're going to get these star-studded matches, right? A, that is unbelievable for gambling. I mean, every PJ Tour and every network, I mean, we just uh, inked the deal, you know, with points bet. I mean, there is a lot of intrigue and gambling. What better to bet on than a match play format, right? You're basically betting, you know, Bryson, Reed, you're betting it; it's one match, so you do that
1: Friday, Saturday. But you're, that, but, but the betting the, that betting already like I know it I know like it already daily. exists, but I,
0: I think it's a, it's an easier thing to promote, follow, it's more okay? More promotable. It's gotcha. e- it's easier for the everyday, maybe the not 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 dedicated gambler that's checking every day, that's doing yeah. kind of those first and second round matchups. This might make it more intriguing to go put a bet on. So basically, my idea is you're kind of prime time are those first two days, so why not put those Saturday, Sunday? And you can end the tournament on Wednesday. My idea for the Wednesday one is this is the last day of tour, right? This is the last day of the tour. This is your chance to celebrate what's gone down the last year, or in this case, over a year, right, with the super season. So basically, you just cut together these vignettes of highlights, huge moments, best putts, shots of the year, like all that stuff. All that could carry you between the walks, you know, I mean, if you've got Bryson, you could easily cut together the wins of his, right? And you could walk through that. And that's an easy thing to fill dead air. And then you could go, you know, here's Paul Azinger's five best putts of the year. Here's Dan Hicks's five most impactful drives of the year. Here's Bones' five best caddy decisions. I just feel like that, it's, it's, it's thinking outside the box on the broadcast because you've got to do something between the time. Like you said, if you're just showing him walking, it's almost unwatchable but you could make it more of an entertainment final day where you're reminding everybody how great the year was the great moments and you're also showing these two players battle it out for the FedEx Cup I just feel like it could be a little bit more of a spectacle that final day
1: yeah I hear you here's your this is kind of goes back to I guess the biggest crux of the issue or one of the biggest cruxes is if you finish that tournament on Wednesday the next tournament starts we would have to travel the next one so it's like it's well, we, I think they then have a week off to, this
0: uh, week, though. I think this time, I think this year there's a week off, and so I mean, I guess you just kind of have to build that in, right? Well, I have,
1: because in,
0: in the week off, in the week off in the week off next year, I mean, the week off next it's week, next
1: week. So if we went into Wednesday, though, then that's your week off. So then we have another tournament gotcha, like gotcha, seven gotcha, gotcha. days. So it's like almost like it, it's all, it's already crazy that the tour finished finishes and then twelve days later, ten days later we have a tournament. Like seven days later, maybe it wouldn't even matter at that point. Just send it and like let's get going. (laughs) But uh I don't know. I mean I'm with you in the idea of like being outside the box. I really am. I I don't I don't in my I'm with you also I never thought about like this as long as you get one or two great days of ratings, it doesn't matter which days that's another great way to look at it. I think maybe deep down it would be a bit of a disservice to FedEx Cup. And, or fedex and the fedex cup if the last day is kind of like man you're lucky if you get to watch it because it's like you know not most people yeah, on a wednesday I mean, you can tuesday do a
0: west coast prime time i i mean listen these are these are very loose suggestions trust no no me and I, I like right. the
1: suggestions i like no i'm just saying i think the outside the box is the best way to think about it is like let's find something that is different um and and, and i just don't it is so tricky because there's so many of course you know better than i do like people you have to please and it's for like sure, absolutely and and then I don't know I it's your the point that is for sure the most intriguing though is I wish that they did more of those um highlight reels or things like on Sundays when it gets boring of like have them on deck like azinger's favorite shots and bones's favorite decisions like stuff like that sounds awesome um that would be really cool if they could start being like creative like that because the other stuff that we're seeing I don't think you know it, it's not as um Uh, it's not as intriguing in that manner. We see old shots from like that whole like years ago that we've probably seen every year we've ever watched East East Lake. Um, And I I don't know. I think that would be something that's really cool for all season through the broadcast. I don't think it would take loads and loads of work to have those ready just in case things start to get a little stale Um, so that sometimes when they cut away, yeah, they go to a FedEx commercial or a FedEx plug, but sometimes they cut away and we actually get to watch some golf shots even if they aren't from this this uh, exact event. Um, I was wondering though, do you think they should rotate East Lake in and out? Because I, I, I do. Yeah, I think I... for the the final event of the year, I think I've never played it. East Lake seems badass, but it's like, I do think that there should be some excitement about what golf course they're going to because it kind of does feel like oddly like stale, just because I think we know the spot.
0: Well, you know, like two holes. I, I think this is yeah. something I've been hearing people clamor about. Is I feel like you kind of know nine and you know eighteen. Um, but you might not, and you know, fifteen. But some of the other holes maybe aren't the kind that attach themselves to the
1: golf. Well, I think as it's much a great course, courses. but all the holes look the same. For sure, it's a great sure. golf course. But I think on TV, it's like really hard to tell what hole you're Could, on.
0: Okay, so so the PJ Tour, uh, you know, the PJ Tour has done a great, great job at turning golf into entertainment. I mean, I think that's something that they've done great at. Is golf has become a very solid entertainment product. You know, the tour's great. The players are great. I do feel like by changing it up, I think you're missing out on West Coast primetime golf for this tour championship. You only have 30 players. You know, you've got a window where you could squeeze them all out late in the afternoon and get that on like late night on the East coast. But you know what? I also have never understood about things like this. Tiger did it in the early two thousands. We've gone away from it, but like a lot of these golf courses, I mean, not a lot of these golf courses, some golf courses have lights
1: on them. I mean, night golf plays, man. It's show me some ever. night golf yeah show me some night golf night golf is so cool i mean even you know like this week we got the solheim cup which is like one of the cooler events to watch and like you know it's on this morning and it's just like odd times to watch when people aren't at work yet i mean i watch most european tour golf and most women's uh lpga tour golf at night when they either re-air it or when it's right. on live and my buddy i mentioned earlier ray he would come over we used to just watch golf at night because it was so 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 much fun and it's just like you know some even on a s- sunday i might be a bad example here but because i play the dang thing but on a sunday man like at some point at 2 o'clock, I'm going to go either play my own golf or I'm going to go to do something with my time outside. Right. And it's like it's not taking away from the golf. It's just, man, like this is a pretty odd, bad time to do this because I don't really want to be home. And I know, again, to, to your point about thinking outside the box, there's a nice outside the box way to think of things where it's like, yeah, maybe like maybe something, like it's just something different to like – add some spice it, right? to it because uh i can't remember who i was talking about this but like zurich when it changed to uh the two-man event man it's one of the most awesome events uh i i place the most fun week i had this whole year and it's it's rad and we're like D- do we want more of that and it's like well i don't know if it was any more fun to watch on tv it was fun to play but i don't think it does any better numbers and that could be just because golf is, is like you said, it's hard to broadcast. So it's like you know we got to do something that's even more, maybe more different or or maybe wonky and, and just like get kind of crazy with it. And speaking of this F one show, I think might help with that a little yeah, yeah. bit. Did um, you hey,
0: By the way, are you in, are you did you do anything with? I don't know if you can say anything, but did you were you at all and like get to talk at
1: all? Yeah, I don't know if what I'm allowed to say, but yeah, okay. I found out about it like two months ago okay. and uh, pitched them. So I'm like going to talk to the guys. Cool. Uh, and learn about it. But I think for the, you know, whether I'm in it or not for the game of golf, it, it's going to be awesome because, um, I think, I think at least from watching the, the, the F one show drive to survive, uh, which also, as many people point out works exactly the same name in the golf thing, uh, drive to survive, <laughs> uh, at this point, especially it's perfect. Yeah. It's just hit it, hit your driver really good and then hit it really good again. Uh, and it's amazing, uh, what they did for the sport. Now I understand that in America, that sport is not very big F1 isn't, but now we all love it. So it is, you know, golf is already very popular, but the interesting thing about it is, is I don't think that they will, um, broadcast it like a, uh, all the golf media outlets do already, which is very tailored to making sure that we all look really good all the time and that we are feel comfortable and, um. All that, like I think that they might actually do it, like they did uh, the F one show, where it's kind of like, hey, we're gonna show we're gonna record what we film, yep. and like that's, or we're gonna show what we film, and it's like, you know, let it rip a little, and I think that would be great for the game of golf because I think there's a lot of personalities uh, that I don't think anyone is truly bad, um, and I don't think you know anyone is over the top great, but I think everyone is unique, and that's what we need to see more of, and I think it actually might make the broadcast of actual tournaments seem a little bit more flavorful uh, in that manner. And I think that could be a really cool start to something with the golf. So I'm excited to see that like a, a big outlet like Netflix is, is kind of coming in and doing something uh, with the game because I think it, it could be nothing but good good things. I've talked to a couple people that are worried about ins and outs, and I just don't believe that there's really a negative to this. It could Even if it came off bad, it would just be then, you know, insert, uh, you know, outlet that you haven't enjoyed like it would just be another one of those but if it's good it's gonna kill it and we're gonna we're gonna get a whole new fan base of people that are gonna be uh much more understanding of the game because like i watch f1 now and i don't i still don't know a lick about cars same
0: i do the same thing i mean i enjoy
1: watching it I, i i threw this idea
0: before i was kind of um told about the whole netflix show with the tour uh, a while back, I threw this at the LPGA, and I was like, I don't know why you guys aren't doing this. I mean, obviously, I know cost-wise, it costs a ton of money, and you have to have access from so many people to pull these things off. But I went to the LPGA because I just feel like the LPGA is on the precipice of becoming of really, really blowing up. Like, I can already feel the LPGA blowing up, but I feel like it's getting close to really blowing up. Like, it's got the people. It's got the great American that looks like she's going to be dominant, dominant, dominant style, maybe as dominant as we've seen in 20 years. Um it's got a global game. There's intrigue all all around the world. Um they're doing an unbelievable job I think of presenting the product. So I, I went to the OPJ, but I mean again, it kind of goes back to cost. So for me and Cindy, who now occasionally throw an F1 race on because we watched the Netflix show, just think about how many people are going to watch golf now because of this. It, it's it's yeah. it seems like a, a no-brainer. I mean, to, and and then it's cool that the that Netflix is the partner because net if if the PJ Tour doesn't want stuff on there,
1: Netflix is just gonna be like,
0: "Sorry, man. Like, we're Netflix. Yeah. Like, we don't care what you have to say."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need a big brand, and maybe even like down the road, it might help with um, if you get a new fan base of people who are used to watching shows or or other sports. Sorry, maybe it will kind of boost the uh, tour, kind of like a telecast. Because I do think that they get a they get a bad rap, and like it, I think some of it is like we're just complaining to complain, but I do think there is some. Um, some creativity that's lacking and, and or some, some outside the box thinking that's lacking where we have this template and this is how we're going to do things until uh, we'd like die. And it's like, man, we could change like a little bit here and there, like adding graphics or, I mean, I've seen a couple here and there, but like, you know, not having top tracer cameras on certain t shots is just odd to me. And like certain avenues, I feel like they could go that that might be pushed along by having a wider reach, through the Netflix and and through a new a new group of of viewers, maybe might help a little bit because, you know, I think multiple things about the coverage are are amazing, and I think that there's just a couple that I just I just don't know if our a big view like a the viewership's point is getting across really well. Like, hey, this is what we love, and this is what we don't love. I think commercials is the easiest thing to complain about. and I think it's unfair because I, I just it, pay for it. it. it you got to pay for it, and you know like it's just I I get it like you you don't want to do that and 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 but like when you watch a another sporting event like I was watching you know the baseball stuff last night Dodgers Giants and it's like even if you're just a baseball fan it's awesome right now they were all tied up uh for the for the year and you know goes to 11 innings and you know it is crazy exciting for like minutes on minutes and then there's a pitching change and you got to like die down there's a long commercial break and then it's really exciting and then You know what? It was like two more pitches, and he's out. And then we go back to commercial. And I'm not complaining about the commercials because of how exciting the sport is. In golf, especially for the majority of the first three days, it can't be that exciting because one, you're not showing the cut line enough, which would be a that's our like layup. But two, there's not much that you could do about winning the golf tournament on. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. No one as a viewer cares that much. So you're not as like, oh my God, oh my God, okay, like this commercial actually feels like a break to me. It's just like, oh, I just want to keep watching golf. It's like, again, yeah, but like you got to pay for the machine yeah. somehow. You could say we're overpaid or whatever, because I get that a lot. Everyone talk about how much money everybody's making at the tour championship this year. I mean, like, that is so stupid. We earn every dollar. We have to earn every dollar out here that, that we can. I mean, yeah, some people make some money off the golf course, but like Steph Curry's making like $240 million, $220 million in the next four years. And I understand they make more money and he might be way more fun to watch. I get all that. But the point is, is he keeps just doing that by signing his name yeah, on a yeah. piece of paper. Like, we got to go play. out there and catch 400 grand. And yeah, even if last place is three, whatever, it's like you had to earn your way to get here. So every dollar was made. So if you think we're being Overpay because there's so many commercials. It's like, man, like uh, if you want to if you want to relate the playoffs to other sports, how about you relate our sport to other sports? We have the money, we have the funding, like, you know. I don't think it's an overdone commercial. So I think that you aren't as excited by the broadcast, like by the, the entertainment that's on the TV. And that's where like the avenues can change maybe a little bit, a little bit more creativity or whatever, but it's a tar sport to do man. Thursday through Saturday just doesn't freaking matter. We're praying for something cool to happen. It's like Sunday matters. Like Sunday's exciting. It's a, it's just a, it's a tough, it's an uphill battle, but I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully this Netflix thing kind of brings to light some things and also just Gains, like attraction and buzz for for uh, more fans because I, I and viewers because um, you know obviously all of us love golf and it's a great game to watch and play so it would be cool to have more uh, of that going on
0: uh, I just want to quickly transition to I mentioned going to Bannon dunes just wanted to remind you that it's um, awesome and uh, <laughs> I, I you know dude like I've been going what's your for,
1: favorite again trails trails
0: yeah I've been going for I'm writing I'm writing a piece for uh, for Bannon's uh, quarterly about why i'm in love with trails i i I needed to do this like i need to write this down and explain my love affair with the place because just the walk the the views the peacefulness of the place uh the animals the holes kind of in in order i I don't know i mean it's just like it's my i think it's the happiest golf course it's the happiest place that i find myself in this sport in the world is is it like cathartic to write it down absolutely i've already i've already I already pinned a whole bunch of stuff down and like, it's kind of all over the place and I've got to, I've kind of got to lock it in, but um, trails is great. I did also want to say they're doing this thing. uh, Bandon Dunes is doing a giveaway. Like they don't give away uh, golf much. So I wanted to let you know that they're doing a giveaway and it's a trip to Bandon Dunes or a trip to sand Valley, which I know you've never been to max at some point we got to do it. Uh, But anyway, you can go to the U S junior. You can go to sand Valley and see the, see the new course Lido. It's a, dreamgolf.com slash giveaway and basically you just put your information in there and then you sign up and it's like a full trip all the golf courses all that stuff so I already have plugged in like five of my friends names on that thing so maybe (laughs) maybe they could win it because if they do maybe they'll take me on a golf trip yeah they
1: they better they Uh, better so
0: yeah I don't know dude I like there's something about like I said I've been going to bandit for a long time I know it's the most talked about place in golf I know everybody's been at this point but uh, you know, and if you haven't been, I know you're either planning a trip or talking about planning a trip, but like to me, it just kind of, it hits all of the, like all the songs are like, you know, they just mash well together. And I, and I, and I love going to the place and every time I leave, I'm bummed I'm leaving. So, I mean, I don't know. That's my endorsement of the place. I, I love going to Bannon. You, you like to go to Bannon too. And you went.
1: My friends are still talking about. We want to go again. It's obviously a very busy place. It's not the, the only knock on those two places, and for good reason. It's really hard to get to. It's them. Very so busy. Hard It's not and hard an easy trip to get, to, trip yeah. to get uh, up to. But yeah, we're still talking about um, how it's our favorite trip we've ever been on, and um, I don't know. It's a it's special. It's a special, special, special place. It's almost like too special to have tour events or or really too many AM events there because it's like almost it's it's pure. It's just. It's almost like this is like the sanctity of it is part of like the charm.
0: It's like the everyman golfers uh, like Augusta, right? You know, I mean, you guys got Augusta, and you're trying to make it to the Masters every year. And it's like we're all just trying to get to Bandon, you know? Like once, yeah, once in our lifetime, we're hoping to get there. And they don't give you a jacket when you leave, but I'm sure if you ask them for one, they'd probably outfit you with something that looked pretty good on you as well. But uh, yeah, that that's a cool giveaway. Make sure you check that out. Uh, it's dreamgolf.com/giveaway. And like I said, they're giving out something to uh bannon in in 2022 and sand valley in 2022 and that's pretty cool
1: Uh, on that note
0: max um you and i have had a discussion about kind of as you guys have noticed um we're not having as many episodes right now um one of the reasons being is that we're both pretty busy people and uh my schedule this year has been wild obviously moving out to the east coast and uh, taking with a new a job child. <laughs> uh, with a two-year-old. Um, and, uh, and you know, I mean, it's just we're bu- I'm busy when you're not and you're not busy when I'm busy. And so we're going to kind of transition this podcast into something different. Um, we're still not exactly sure what that's going to be and what that's going to look like. Uh, but there's going to be a transitional period over the next couple of months uh, with what we're going to do for Get a Grip. So um, I think the best way to put it is stay tuned for what that will be. And uh, the the hope here, and I think you'll agree with this, Max, the hope here, kind of like what you're talking about with Netflix, is what has been unbelievable about getting a chance to be a part of Get a Grip is to hear from one of the best athletes in the world at what he does, speak, uh, unfiltered is a term you could use, but I just think it's speaking as you are, like speaking as who you are. I don't think you bullshit on this podcast. I don't think you say lines you don't mean or things you throw away, like – you're honest about the good. You're honest about the bad. And that's the beauty of hearing from you in this, in this capacity. And I think there's an opportunity for other golfers to do similar stuff. And that's kind of the avenue we're thinking about going down. So, again, there'll be an announcement on it, but uh, we're going to be making a, a transition and a change here. And so kind of stay tuned for what that looks like.
1: Yeah, uh, for sure. I, yeah, unfortunately, I've had a really fun time doing this podcast. I've I've been very thankful for you, Shane. You make it very, very, very easy and fun. Um, you know, I'm thankful for our producer, Tim, everybody. Uh, it's been a kind of a thing that's been weighing on me, and what you just said is I, I am somebody who I think when I talk uh, on any podcast or in general, I, I won't really – I like to say how I feel because I think that it, it resonates with a lot of people and all that, but at some point it is – Uh, it's really hard to do that. Uh, it's hard to kind of, um, kind of be vulnerable in a way at all times. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a bummer because, you know, I've had so much fun being at tournaments. I just saw somebody at caves Valley in a hashtag golf shirt. And I was thinking, I was like, man, are you really going to have to make this phone call and, and talk about, you know, you know maybe not doing this podcast anymore cuz it just is so cool and i get so many kids come up to me or parents of kids say oh my son listens to you or my daughter listens to you every day or every week and they love it and this and that cuz you know i i really appreciate it but at some point i got to i got to kind of do what i think is right for me i again as shane said i'll still probably come on this thing uh here and there um but in, in general, I can't. I can't be doing a weekly or as it's turned into like a, a semi-weekly uh, podcast. It, it's a, It's pretty draining on my on my mental. Golf is a really really hard sport. It's incredibly introspective, and to have to relive them week after week is, is very difficult. Again, as Shane said, the scheduling is also like, it's, it's not so that hard. it's like demanding. It's just very difficult. You know, I'll, Shane will be leaving work and then he has to go get Henry, his son. And it's like, you know, uh, and those, that's the day, like in, in this case, like I was free. And then it's like the next day, Shane's like, Oh, I'm free. And I'm like, well, I am not. And it's just, it, it I feel like we're doing a disservice where. Now with Shane, Shane has a couple of great ideas that I'm sure he'll present to, to everybody soon, but, um, I think it'll be even better than it is now. Um, like I said, I've had a blast doing it, Shane, and I thank you, but it's just, uh, I, I, I'm trying to be the best me and the best golfer me I can be. And like, this just felt like, um, it, because of the, 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 the time constraints and because of, or the scheduling constraints and because of how hard it honestly is pretty hard on my, on my mind. Uh, it's just, uh it's one thing if I won every week and we could talk about how, you know, celebrating, but like every other week that I didn't win, there was something I was pissed off about that I did. And you know, this was a best season of my career, but you still have moments where it's like, man, I just wish that could just go in and out of my head. And it's hard when I have this and, it's hard when everybody gets to know about it because i again even in a nice way i have these people come up and say some really nice things to me i know people say really nice things to you as well shane when they see you like about how much they love the pod. but then if they make an example of like something that they heard and it's like man like it almost always sounds like something that resonated is like this hard time i was going through and like i could and i'm like that's so cool like that's what i love but it's also like man i don't want to keep living that like i'm over that like i need to move along and go i'm trying to be the best player in the world and at the very least. you know you know see see what i could do in this game and and it's just uh it is uh you know as naomi osaki's been talking about and a lot of athletes been talking about it it is i know maybe not everybody gets it but it it is taxing on your brain to be thinking about uh everything (laughs) (laughs) all the time i I, I was gonna ask you like so like doing this like kind of like having having this
0: outlet uh to speak of the good but also kind of know you have to speak on the bad um was that like when you knew it was a tough week or I'm kind of thinking like I was thinking about this year for you um and one of the de- one of the weeks I felt you kind of having not a hard time talking about it but I know you were kind of bummed about the American Express that Sunday at the American Express kind of when you left like knowing you have to talk about that again even after media and after press like did you dread those moments like having to kind of go back into the shit and
1: like kind of swim through it again before you kind of got out of it a little bit dread dread might be an overstatement. But I think as I started doing it um, again, like I I think like, like you Shane, like I I do this, I've done this and, and, and and a lot of media stuff because I like, I enjoy explaining things and helping people like, 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 in, in tangentially like i know it's not like straight to your face but like i i enjoy explaining these things so people can get it and maybe that will help them with their golf or their work or their whatever so i enjoy in in a in a way like being able to go through my day but at some point it's like i felt like i'm doing a lot to help other people in in, in a very minor way i'm not saying some big right, help right, but I'm, right. I'm i'm doing a lot to uh, try and explain to other people how they can get better. And it's like, man, like I would, if I was like a mentor of myself, I would say, man, this is not helping you be better. So it's like, at what point do you just want to, like, I am the most happy basically when I'm playing really good golf. um, I definitely get some X. eternal happiness when people are like, man, I love your, your and Shane's podcast. Um, you know, we listen to it, we get so much joy from it. Like that makes me happy too, but it's not, does it pales in comparison to when I have a good week on the golf course. And so it's just like, man, like, are you going to be, you know, are you going to kind of, uh, walk the walk after you talk the talk? Are you going to do things that make you like truly happy? And it's not that this doesn't make me happy, but it definitely does feel like a, a, Not a bear – it's just another – it's almost like a a speed bump some weeks on like the way to like having a a great week at the golf course, which again is what makes me light up personally in my day-to-day life. I don't have – I mean I guess, you know, obviously my family, but like in my like activities, like that's what gets Your work life, like your work life. In my work life. It's just – it's so far above everything. It's what I've been doing since I was a kid. So, yeah, so it's not like I dreaded it, man, but like at some point it gets redundant. We lose, for me, like in the sense that like – There's definitely some things maybe I learned and, like, I try and articulate on this thing. But uh, at times it's kind of like, man, yeah, another week you didn't win, another week you didn't win, another week you didn't win, which is going to be for pretty much all of us. And it's like – at some point I was kind of like, okay, you know, like – how can I spin uh, this? If I, right? if I have, yeah. And then I have to go deeper into thinking about why I stunk. <laughs> and That's <then> <laughs> like, man, like it's already hard enough to like, you kind of just want it to wash away and go to the next week and say F it. But there's also a part that was really therapeutic and to talk to you. And you're always so positive. So it's like, man, like, you know, maybe part of this is really good. And, and it does give me a way to almost get it off my chest. But at the end of the day, man, like I have Lacey to get it off my chest right. and, and I have my coaches and Joe and my mom and like people I could talk to that, like, I'll get it off my chest so it's almost like i end up having this conversation a bunch of times and then it's like became like i don't really know if i actually want a lot of people to even understand like what's going through my head because it's like at some point this competition like i do think that i'm one of the smarter like or more more um uh thoughtful people out there as far as like i really do think through why things happen and i think there's a negative to that for sure but there's a positive to that and it's like man maybe like i'll like learn this on my own and kind of like take it with me. And like I said, I still plan on coming back on this, uh, at some point, but like, I feel like we'll be talking more about like golf and yeah, not yeah. like my golf. And like, I've talked to, you know, the no laying up guys, I haven't been on them. but when I would go on their thing, like it was like interview, it's like, man, it would be more fun if we did like just like golf, maybe or not fun. It would be more, um, it would be better for like my soul is just like, talk about just what's happening and not what I am Doing like yeah, not it, yeah. and, and I think that's that's when we have had our favorite podcasts, at least for me. You know, that's what it's been. It's just we were talking about something stupid, um, and it turns into something great. And it's just like, but I, I wanted to, you know, when I do something like you, I want to do a, the best I can. And I felt like the best part of my, my what I brought to this podcast, I felt like was an inside look at professional golf or professional sports. And it's like, that's the part that I just don't really it's, it's, you, you understand why people like a Rory at some point are like, man, I think I'm telling you guys too much because yeah. it's, mean, I, it's, I, it's I, harder on me than you get it. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's not it's, impossible, but it's tough. It's interesting to, to hear that
0: too, because you, it's, I thought your line that you said, when you said, you know, you feel like you're helping out a lot of people and you're not hundred percent sure that you're, it's always helpful to you. Right. And at the end of the day, I mean, you're, I got emails and messages and and Instagram messages and stuff from coaches and college coaches and high school coaches and, moms and dads I mean there are a whole bunch of these episodes that you can go back and listen on for years and years and years to get insight into the mindset of a guy that I mean what's so freaking cool about this is we literally are doing this podcast during your greatest year you know I mean like we got to hear about your great year and we got to kind of hear. we got to kind of follow you dude go from pro golfer that was popular to, and and I'll say it, you know, a a superstar. I mean, you are now, you know, in commercials. You are now, you know, getting pulled in directions in terms of media obligations. You're now a name that people want to have on their podcast, on their radio shows, on their TV interviews. You know, it's not just, like, you don't pop up on Sky Van Pelt anymore and you're like, oh, cool, Max is on. It's like, yeah, Max is, you know, it's like Max is on, of course he's on, right? And so to kind of see that, in podcast form is something, I mean, that's not going to go away. I mean, these episodes will live forever. I mean, that's that's what you've laid the groundwork of with this. So, again, I think there's a really, really cool transitional period here that I think you and I are both excited about. I was pumped about it. I remember our conversation about this podcast, you know, shit three years ago or whatever we had. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of see it get to this point and And, and again, I think, I think I look at this as an opportunity. I look at this as an opportunity to open the doors – for what we were able to hear from you in such an honest way and see if we can open these doors, you know, even wider to some other people in the sport uh, it, both superstar level and hoping to make it level. I mean, that that's, that's where we're at. And so uh, that's what we're looking at. But yeah, I mean, again, this is, this is part of the world. This is part of media. This is part of where we live is like things transition and change and it's not a bad thing. So uh, I'm excited for what the next opportunity looks. And I'm excited to see how your chops are in about, Four months, see if you still got it or not. You know, like see if see if you forget how to hold the mic, see if you can still press record, see if you can still have audio issues every time before we start going. You know, I mean, these are going to be these are going to be the things I keep in the back of my mind.
1: For three years, yeah, I've had an audio issue every. What'd you single say time before we started? What'd you say before we started? I recording? said every effing time. Like this is just, <laughs> I'll never figure it out. But yeah, I uh, I definitely get rusty there, man. I am uh, I'm not. I'm not very good at that to begin with. uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my computer now because the really only reason I bought it three years ago was to do this podcast. Um, Taxes, like yeah, maybe 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 I could. You can get really deep into like yeah, I don't know like. (laughs)
0: Like, do you have tabs saved at the top of your browser? Like, you yeah, they all just that? say squad cast. Squadcast. Squadcast, <laughs> perfectly awesome. I um, guess I
1: could still do some uh, Zoom call stuff from this. so Perfect. I guess it, perfect. It will sorry, have it, value. sorry to
0: make you. Sorry to make you buy the laptop. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh,
1: yeah. So before we go, um, A, do you have any flights? Yeah. Um, right, let's hear. I them. mean, I, ha- I have. I have a few. I have. Um, hold on, I got my. I got a good notes. idea. By the way, I'll start us off. Uh, yeah. This would be um, your second good idea know, of the week. I know, I know. Well, one
0: of them was impromptu. This one's written down. That good was a idea. good one, though. Was uh, you and I agreeing to do this. I,
1: I thought it worked out. <laughs> That's saying, a, that I'd was really uh, nice, man. That I was my feel-good Friday. You kind of just yeah, there from. you go. Yeah. I, I
0: just, I mean, agreeing to do it and, and kind of getting a chance to to uh, to ride along with you. I mean, it's been, like I said, I mean, you know, for people that don't get to see kind of the sausage being made, I mean, there's weeks that, you know, you, schedule doesn't work. There's weeks where like you played shitty on a Sunday and I know you're not that excited to talk about it, but we want to get something out there. I know there's weeks where you come off some red hot Sunday and it's like, I want to hit record in two seconds, you know, but like, yeah. I know you've, you've got places to go. So like the process of this for two people that have full-time jobs, one of them is traveling each and every week. Travel days are typically when is the best time to record. I mean, just finding the time to do it. I still remember you recording in that, at pebble in that closet, which is like one of my favorites. (laughs) Uh, I I still die laughing, thinking about that shit. All I can think about in my head is this dude staying at a house with Aaron F and Rogers, and he's in this shitty closet doing a podcast. Like this is true commitment from a friend. So, uh, there's been some of those types of moments that have just been epic for me.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with that. That's a great, good idea. That was my feel good Friday was getting to do this. Um, you know, I, I think I mentioned early on in this podcast, but, uh, you know, I, I had been pre- presented the opportunity by a few people and I never wanted to do it because I never wanted to talk about my peers uh, and, and make it seem like it was negative in any way. And then when sh- you, Shane, brought up the idea to do it, I gave you the same kind of issues. And I was like, yeah, that's never, that's not, that's why I don't want to really do a podcast. And you assured me, and we were, obviously good friends at that point you assured me that you know i wouldn't have to worry about that i was like all right so i kind of like took leave of faith and like i said and i mean this like it was always super easy come on you're very good at what you do and you are you 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 almost lay out like the, um, the, the, the template for how we should go through each week. And it would be like in five minutes, I could figure out what you were, you know, it was so easy to figure out what you wanted to get through. And it's like easy, easy, whether I play good, bad, or if we were during COVID we had no golf to talk about and we just <laughs> ranked everything in the world. So it's like, it, it really was amazing and fun. And again, like if, if there was a way to do like a, um, a podcast where we were just two golf guys talking about golf. I think it would be, it would be, I would still love, I would love doing it. I would still be doing it. And, and it's been, that's been the most fun for me is just being able to at times get your point of view on something, get to follow like the broadcast world of golf where you've gone from on course to, you know, now you're in like an actual studio, you know, like doing like, it's just like, you've got a big transition where like, you know, we've gotten to see all sides of, uh, uh, of golf media coverage and, and, you know, obviously we have some, some golf in there too, but uh, I love golf, man. And, and I love talking about golf with people, but there's things I can't talk about cause I'm not going to, you know, kind of ruin people's trust of me on the right. course. If you guys, you know, ever get a beer in me somewhere else, like I have a lot of funny stories <laughs> that, but I just, this ain't, this is not the time or place. So it t- does turn to me talking kind of about what I know, which is what I went through each week. And I think to Shane's point, I think there, this is a very, might open up a very cool Avenue of getting other players uh, to come on, this podcast and have an opportunity to go through what they think. And then you could find the common link. Cause I do think that the coolest part again, as I mentioned of, of doing this has been people, especially younger kids and 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 younger young younger people telling me hey i learned a lot when you said x yeah and it's like man like i love that you are hearing that because that's why i'm saying it like i'm not saying it just to say like i'm saying it because i want somebody else to get it to get what pressure is and how to deal with it and to understand you know the good and the bad and how to take those things and to be the stone cutter and like i i want other people to understand it um and i hope that people continue to come on this podcast and, and do their best to be thoughtful and open because, um, you know, I, we've heard enough of, yeah, take it one shot at a time. Right, like right. how about you go in in depth and be like, okay, well, why do you struggle with that? Uh, what do you think you could get better at with the one shot at a time? Where did you feel like you were good at it and then bad at it and why? Like get deep on it. And again, like, you know, that's hard to do every week for three years. Um, and that's kind of why I need to step away, but I don't think it's too hard to do here and there. And I think it, if, to your point, to your idea, Shane, I think it's phenomenal. That might be the best idea you've ever had oh, nice. on this podcast. Good. Good. Great. Is to, I
0: don't know. I've got some good ones. I'm
1: wearing a steak walk shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, Team steak walk. <laughs> I think it's important though, for people at times to be open about just what they're doing. They don't need to be open about their family life or whatever. You can just be open about what went through your head and be honest. And, you know, I think it's, it's, it's not so much about you at, at points, you know, the, the athlete, it's about like people getting to hear what that is because, uh, you know, it, sports are amazing and and um, you know there's a very 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 small percentage of people that will ever get to feel what I feel on a, in a golf tournament and learn what I get to feel in a golf tournament so it's like the majority of the world wants to know what that's like so they can get better at golf and it's honestly like, right, they want to honestly yeah, know what it's about honestly yeah. no so uh, I try to do my best to do that but uh, at the same time man I uh, work really really hard and I want to be awesome at this and um, you know I'm just gonna try to put into place this year every single uh, I'm gonna make sure every single detail is aligned to making sure that that is possible and that's what will make it cool uh, you know when we win this year come back on this and explain what all that entails but I don't know yet but I know that um, each thing I'm going to do is going to be tailored to uh, playing good golf, whether it's like from what sock yeah. I put on first in the morning to what sock I take off at night before I go to bed. Uh, I'm going to try to break it all down.
0: Well, re- I mean, there, there's two things that I think a lot of uh, athletes miss out on. And I think it's easy to miss out on this stuff because most of these athletes, we, we forget this at times. Most of these athletes are very young people and they're still <laughs> figuring out who they are as a human being. And they're thinking about personal life and how to balance all this stuff. But um, two things that that always work for athletes is that's being real, being a real person. And, you know, you said it, not always being open and honest, but having honest answers. I mean, even if you don't want to answer it, it's like, hey, you know, I mean, I'm not really going to touch that one. But um, those – when you go through the history of athletes that have attached themselves to the general public, typically those two things follow those athletes around. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, Max has always been unbelievable, both of those things. He's always been real. He's always been himself. He's opened up even when he doesn't open up. So, you know, for anybody out there that's a professional athlete, hoping to be a professional athlete, if you could take one thing from Max doing this podcast, but more than that, Max being Max, is that that realness is how you get people to appreciate who you are. Because we don't get enough of that. You know, we don't get honest, true answers. We don't just a lot of it is bullshit. I, uh, you know, I hit a good putt. I'm going through one day at a time, one step at a time. And it's just stuff that they've heard other people say. And so, you know, that, that's been the, the, the honor of this for me has been able to kind of listen to you. Just simply talk a lot of the time, because you do an unbelievable job at, at letting people in that world. And, and I mean, it's been great for golf fans to get a couple of years of getting to hear you do that.
1: Yeah. And like I guess it's been fun. It's been fun to do. Um, And it's cool uh, because then when you do listen to other athletes open up and and be thoughtful, it's fun to feel like, all right, you know, not, not, you know, it's cool to then be like, oh, I'm going to be a fan of that person because I feel like they think like I think, um, or at least that they they think, you know, so (laughs) I think that's cool. Do you have any more flights? Uh, Well, I did have a few over the weeks. Can we talk about your mustache or no? It's awful. And the Sol- so, Amanda, you know what, Amanda, if you're listening to this, man, you're on my list. She asked me to do a video to, like, you know, just say, you know, hi and, and good luck to the Solheim Cup team for Team America. And I did it yesterday at the course – or two days ago at the course and I had my mustache and I was like thinking, I was like, Oh man, this is going to be so creepy. Uh, but like, I was like, Oh, I got to do it. I wasn't going to shave it. And then the soul Cup cut posted it on Twitter and like, kind of, you know, I, I I wasn't really prepared. I had the thing going on, you know, I had, I had the whole mustache going. I wouldn't, uh, I wasn't trying to put my face like selfie mode straight onto the internet. Uh, so you know what, Amanda, you, you kind of fleeced me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, but the, the mustache, the mustache was born, uh, because my wife, lacy and uh sam burns and sam burns wife were sitting around one day i was not there and sam has this handlebar mustache that everyone's seen and it's disgusting and somebody's best tweet or something said it looks like he's uh you know he's touching uh you know uh or he's painting the corners with the 84 mile per hour slider right now backdoor slider because <laughs> he looks like a relief pitcher <laughs> um she was making fun of it a little bit and, and he's like yeah i don't actually grow these very easily." blah 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 and Then he was like, "Well, I bet Max, you know, he's so hairy. I bet Max came out the womb with a mustache." And Lacey's like, "Yeah, probably." So the next day, I like shaved the sides and just kept what mustache I had. And I was like, "I'm doing this just for you, just so you could see what I look like with the mustache, because it is, it is, uh, it's it's tough scene, man. How many how many days
0: how many days is this?
1: Five. Oh man, I got it. Just
0: a great screen. Oh my God, this is the. I just screen grabbed you, make it a face." I'll post this screen grab on our Instagram account. Let me just tell you, that might be the worst you can look. That's I think that's yeah. the, that's as bad as I'm you can look it. right now. No, 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 not I'm the mustache. It.
1: It's not the mustache, it's your no, face. No, I and the face. I saw the face. It's your face, face, you're face, making. It's yeah. your face you're making. But um, um, I mean my 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 uh i don't know sometimes just got to still married, gotta, still married. That's all matters. leap of faith uh she doesn't hate it for some reason she was like you actually look pretty handsome with that i'm like well then i'm going to keep being an idiot because i mean who 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 in the world do i have to to impress uh you know just keep keep it rolling uh shane i i was going to say i have a uh, a couple best shots i saw yeah yeah uh, over the last couple weeks um i forgot to mention this one from a while ago Justin Thomas chipped it off the green at Memphis in, like, such an unnecessary time. Uh, and it was like he had to go over the collar of the uh, fringe, or he could have just putted over the collar of the fringe, and he chipped it. And he hit, chipped it to, like, two inches. And I was just like, man, this is so sick. Like, <laughs> I would have never thought to do that. I mean, I would have thought it, and then thought, man, you're being, you know, a little extra. Have you chipped, chipped on a green? Two have you chipped on a green ever in a tournament? Yeah, but I'm trying to think. I feel like I did it. This year or last year, I have done it, but it doesn't come up that often. Seems real nervy. Um, I, feel I feel like, like I, Justin oh. did it on you know, the two footer that one year. It's very. <laughs> yes! Like, Wait, just because the spike mark was over in his a way. a spike mark? Yeah. That When could the be, old rules. We don't talk about this a lot.
0: That JT might be the Drip most, swagger. That like, might be the most. That might be the most insane play in golf history that
1: he that did. tour sauce, we talk about these twirls no shot that is tour sauce it is f u it was just how hard golf max. is yeah
0: it was a sp- and he's like oh I gotta play for this like nobody has ever th- Phil Mickelson might be the only Phil one Mickelson has thought about. about it
1: yeah. Phil chipped it off the hail that time at the one that's right and made event. it too yeah
0: you guys are so you guys are I'm trying you know I was talking to a friend of mine about. How can we explain to people in video form how good you guys are at golf?
1: And yeah. there's gotta be a way so to like, Phil.
0: <laughs> well but like you know, like have that Phil kind of explain shit.
1: to you how he hits a seven hour. <laughs> You'll be like, man, it's the most complicated game in the world. <laughs> All right, what other good shots? Great shot. Uh okay, well, uh so played with uh played with uh Corey Connors and Rory the first two days at the Northern Trust and it's pretty funny. I mean, Rory obviously everybody knows so freaking good at golf, and he hits it amazing. But Corey is uh, probably most underrated player going right now. I'd say Corey Connors, Cameron Smith are uh, you know Cameron's had a bit more success, but they're like two of the most underrated players. Like you've like you'll you'll see because if you ever watch him play, you're like, holy cow, you guys are like really amazing. And but Corey, it he. With play with Rory, you know, he just, like, doesn't miss any golf shots ever. So it's not like he – I guess it's, like, almost the inverse. It's like Rory will hit a drive in your jaws on the ground, and Corey will hit 14 drives, and later you'll be at dinner and be like, holy hell, that was some good driving. You know, it's not like the instant, like, gratification and satisfaction. It's like, this takes a moment. So I wanted to point out that. I wanted to point out Cam Smith, just uh, this maybe not – obviously not best golf shots I've ever seen, but that kid is just an amazing – amazing player um i've been like really uh, impressed with everything he's doing and i i kind of bring it up to toot two our horn shane on this podcast but of uh, the people we've been kind of repping taylor gooch and sam burns both guys have been playing some unbelievable golf sam has a shot to make the ryder cup team and uh it's been fun getting to watch these guys and, and try to articulate to you guys why they're good and then see them uh kind of ball out because um cam cam is the guy who uh He's a lot like Louis Oosthuizen, in my opinion. It's, maybe he doesn't look, obviously, as like beautiful as Louis because it's impossible to. Right. But like Cam is the guy, when I think he has motivation, he's as good as anybody in the world. And when he doesn't, you probably... I mean, he just goes and f- fishes, like, goes fishing on his boat. like. <laughs> but when he's motivated, like, that kid is amazing. So it's been fun to watch all these guys that, like, I kind of try to talk about on here uh, play some good golf and hit some good golf cut shots because, like, Cam chipped in, like, you know two or three times at Northern trust. And you're just watching these guys who just are, they're just incredible. And like watching, I watched Eastlake yesterday and uh, somebody tagged me in it, but Spieth hit a iron on the par three and didn't say a word to it when it went in the air and it finished one inch from the hole. So I think he really does know like almost down to the right inch. Away. Yeah. I think he, he would have known that your ball Shane that you made for the hole one was What's actually going to go in. Off yeah, the he, he's like, oh, don't worry, it. man. It's it's, it's in it's that that's going to
0: go. Um, do you have any who, flights. I, no, I, I kind of burned mine. I did want to ask you, uh, I was my my best shot I saw this week was not the one I saw It was when Andrew made the whole one on a Stupid Par. yeah, sure Trump That's saw fair. all of our stories. Um, is there a name? They stick to sports, man? Is there a name before we go that when you see them on the sheet or when you get the text message that you're the most excited to play with? And this doesn't even have to be a friend. Like, I feel like your answer's Rory or Dustin, but is there somebody that when it pops up on your phone on Tuesday or Wednesday, that's your group in that week you're the most excited when you see this name
1: yeah I mean if, if we're gonna go outside of like direct friends um it's well, who, very... who like of your
0: friends like who is
1: which of your friends does get you the most
0: fired up to play with either because you want to beat them or you just have the most fun when you get a chance to kind of go 18 with them
1: Taylor and JT for sure okay um Taylor, Taylor, is number one. I love playing golf with Taylor. He's so fast. So like, it's really good for the tournament, but we have a lot of fun. I pretty much, I really struggled, like talk on the course. I get a little bit to, to myself and he like, doesn't even like let me do that. We talk basically the whole day. Um, his caddy, I mean, we play mostly every week practice round together. So it's like our, you know, even Joe the other day was like, Oh man, Taylor's in between, uh, clubs here, uh, on the tee and Mal Taylor's caddy goes, "Man, we must play together a lot if like you knew that this is between a hybrid and a 4 iron because he was stuck between clubs." So, you know, I we, we I know his caddy really well. I know him obviously really well. But yeah, outside of that, I mean, Rory is I think the most fun. Rory's really nice, man. Like he's just a good dude. Uh talked basically the whole time, like even like Lacey was saying, like everyone walking down the fairways, like my friends or family that was out there was kind of like, man, like, are they like good buddies? And it's like, no, just Rory's like, you know, he has been really cool with me. I think we are like, you know, building some form of relationship, but uh, we just get along really well. And then we, you know, had to shuttle back and Lacey's in the van and he's just so kind to her and and was like, again, talk about someone who's thoughtful. Like he doesn't just say stuff to say it. Like he'll give you an answer. We're talking about Ryder cup stuff, gives you real life answers, uh, talking about, you know, the PGL and SGL stuff. And he'll give me, tell me what he actually thinks about these things. It's like, it's cool to talk to somebody who has all the, all the info, but who also like, isn't going to sugarcoat. He's going to tell you, he's going to be honest and, and then be fun to play because he again is an amazing player to to, to play golf with but like, those three are my favorite now? like yeah. are you guys like text no 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 no, no. I, like maybe you need to maybe throw a <laughs> no. feeler out
0: maybe like hey yeah, man I just checking
1: in i don't know what i could get for, or what, what uh, that i would no, g- I, gain from that because i don't we don't live anywhere near each other no, but I know, he's definitely I, somebody i, I would saying. ask to like play i've mean, I played a couple of practice runs with him he's just a good dude i don't know um he, he's very easy to play with very similar like dustin's different in that like dustin's I'm not going to walk and talk with Dustin about a lot other than sports. Like we'll talk some sports, and but like neither of us are going to go out of our way to do it. Right. Rory and I would like actually like he's an easy guy to go talk to. That's again why JT's almost the blend between the two, Taylor and Rory in the sense that I'm good friends with JT, not like best like best best friends. Um but JT's also somebody I'm trying to watch to like like JT has the most I want to beat you. Like I want to beat him yeah, more yeah. than anything. As much as I like Want to beat Taylor too? Like I grew up like battling against Justin in college. So now that Justin's like a forty million dollar man, and like I want to, I want to. I, I always like feel like I'm sizing myself up, good for good or bad. But I also am very good friends with him, so we have good banter as well. So he's kind of like the hybrid of the two. Gotcha. We're like T and I like Taylor. I'm rooting for as hard as like anybody I could root for while I'm trying to beat him. But like we just like it would just be like playing with like whoever your closest buddy I mean it's just like it's fun right like you're it's competition but it's fun Rory is like oh it's kind of just cool to be around the dude and play against and watch but like I I don't have any I don't have any like animosity is the wrong word but I don't have no like you know grind my gears to beat him I want to prove I could beat him because he's the dude right but JT gets my teeth clenched and like for the five hours we play like I want to beat the kid and then when we're done we can go back but so that's why I enjoy those three a lot i mean play i have a lot of friends you know getting to play with jt poston because he has air you know he's great but aaron fleener his caddy right who I've right run longer than jt like that's always fun obviously joel and gino uh joel and gino are hard to play with because they like they're so goofy like it's just like it's almost it's so hard. Rude. to it's almost too <laughs> yeah it's like hard when they're playing bad it's like you know uh memorial a couple years ago um Through nine holes, Joel was like a zillion over, and I was playing good. And on the back, he's like, "Do you want to like you know make a little like make this interesting?" And I'm like, "Sure." But I'm like in my head, I'm like, "Why am I making it interesting? You suck right now." (laughs) Like I'm in the golf tournament, and I go on the back nine, and like I think I lost to him, but I still beat him for the day. And I'm like, "What am I doing?" Like, but they're the best. Like they're the best guys in the world. So it's like hard to ever say you, you know, I love playing with them, but they're definitely a tier below getting to play with like Taylor. In my head, I'm too. I'm more similar to play style to Taylor, so it's easier to go along with them.
0: uh so goals for 2022 i got a couple for you uh, you can present any you have for yourself if you already have any written down uh mine's a little uh it's golfy sure um <laughs> i think there's a really good chance in 2022 you could be in a rap song um so that's one of my goals i just feel like you can
1: that'd be so i sick. think you
0: could rhyme some stuff off homa like i think you could like like, I just think there's a chance there. You know a rapper. Uh, granted, he just came out with a new album already, so I don't know if he's got one for 2022. But, like, you're good friends with a guy that's doing really good with music. So, like, maybe he could throw you, a, like, a bone <laughs> in that regard. Yeah
1: um so i think there's an opportunity there i think that'd be um, big do you have any i do you have any? not on the new drake album which was a crusher I, I i was, was going really through expecting it either uh, tiger, me or you to make tiger's it. in it i tiger know, got not tiger it, yeah. got
0: in there we didn't uh you like drake or kanye's new
1: album more do you have a preference <laughs> i did not listen to donda gotcha so drake, <laughs> drake is, the, is the man
0: so um all right so what's a goal that you have for 2022 since mine was so golf specific
1: I've got a few, I think, I definitely think it's funny you brought that up. I've been thinking about restructuring how I've always, you know, and I mentioned it on this before, like my goals have always been to uh, make tour championship and then nothing else. It's just been, uh, my goals are more like day-to-day goals, get a little better, make sure I'm pushing myself. But I think this year I am going to get deeper into, into goals. And, and I think it'll be a good thing to track, um, you know, a stroke, couple strokes, gain goals with the short game, just has to get inside that top 75, 80 people, um, along with the what does putting. that take uh, like
0: what do you what does it take for you to, to do you feel man, like you'll do that
1: it just ha- I have to I have to get better at the easy shots I'm just not okay. hitting the easy ones close and I'm just killing myself like it's like a death by a thousand cuts it's like half a shot here half a shot here half a shot here just making it more and more and more difficult I got to get you know get the putting deep down I do believe that I could be a top 20 putter in the world I think Because when I'm hot with the putter, I am as good as pretty much anybody putting, uh, I've had weeks, you know, you just saw the Patrick Canley thing a week ago. You know, he gained 14 and a half strokes on the, on the green, which is a record and it's absurd. But like when I won Wells Fargo, I gained about 10. So like I know my good is way up there. Yeah. My problem is just it goes in waves. So I'm trying to figure out a way to make it a little less streaky. So have you like messed around? Even, like
0: I, I'm just asking, have you messed around? Like, I mean, everybody on tour messes around with everything. Have you like tried arm lock, any of that type of yeah, stuff? Yeah. I
1: just try. I have one. I just got one. I tried it. I don't know if it's for me. I'm going to give it a shot. But I think. Um, a lot of minds, I think practice, uh, practice base, I think there needs to be more like competition type practice gotcha. involved. So, so the week to week doesn't feel like some weeks you're rolling a good, some weeks you're not. Cause the ball looks like it rolls good and it misses. So there's something about like the prep that is, is off, but I'm not even going to go like jump way up with that. Like stat. It's just like, I would like that to you know get inside top 50. Cause I think that's where it should be. The ball striking is where it should be. So I think like goals for me now are definitely going to be a little bit more specific and, um, you know, I obviously would love love to win, and, and that's the goal. Uh, but I, I think this will be the year, uh, and this is the main goal. I think this is the year I, like, miss, you know, kind of four or five less or less cuts. I think, I think it's about that time that if the mind gets less sloppy and the short game gets less sloppy, I don't see why I shouldn't be making most every cut I play. I think I had two events this year where I hit the ball poorly. So if that continues, which it should, I'm eight. Eight or nine months in, we work with Mark. Like, I don't see that ever really being that big of a detriment. I just don't have a lot of offense with anything else. So, uh, those are the goals. And yeah, I mean, um, any, li- any life
0: goals for you? Like, just, I mean, mustache all year, like, get, get, like, more, more, like, bicep work.
1: Like, are you, like, I would fo- love more bicep work. Gotcha, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going to get, get, get really, really fit and, and thick. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, I'd so I know to, a guy, uh, I
0: mean, we haven't talked about We've done almost two hours in this podcast. I haven't mentioned his name. I'm very proud of you and I for that. But there's a guy that I think is a pro golfer. Oh, we haven't you talked
1: could, about Brooksy and Bryson thing yet. That's what
0: I'm saying. That's what I was saying. Man. I, listen, I do a show.
1: I've talked about it. That's enough. probably all you've if, talked if about. If you've huh? got
0: a point, I'm good. I'm exhausted on the no, topic. Dude.
1: I am G-O-O-D on it. Um, this is how I feel about uh, Skip Bayless. Like, when you're over it, like, like, we got to stop feeding into it. I'm it's, over it. It's, it's quite simply stupid. Whether yeah. it's stupid on every front, whether you think that Bryson's being soft for hating it, or whether you think that the tour is soft for cutting it, or whether you think that like those people are rude for doing it. Right. Whatever you it is, it's all stupid. So how We're about we just it. stop talking about it? The more you talk about it, the more it brings up the thing. So but how about the, we I just, mean, like, Max- that's why I do a – skip i just don't i unfollow him i don't listen i mute him i'd like just get the stuff you don't like out like just dump it you go, if go you away. you not saying anything about a
0: weight change and coming back in january like that'd be awesome 50 pounds
1: <laughs> and just being like what are you guys talking about
0: <laughs> you <laughs> you, you, you
1: drive what? 18 to Ka- you drive 18 to kapalua <laughs> yeah yeah like, what happened with this what guy? are you guys even talking about i don't get it uh, oh! 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 You're, oh! You're talking. You're talking oh, about wait. my mustache. The, oh, the must. <laughs> Got it. Got it. I, I, I am wearing.
0: I'm about. wearing. I was between medium and large, but I'm decided to go large in foot joy now. I'm gonna be a large. Top. That would That's be an
1: all-timer. Somewhat actually, this is my new what I'm rooting for. Like, we need that Nico Ninabar kid to come out on tour and be out driving Bryson just to see how pissed he gets. I yes. think that would be fun because it's clearly his thing, and he's amazing at it. But this or Wilco, sorry, Wilco Ninabar. Wilco apparently hits it further than anybody. Like, Ever, it's yeah. dumb, but he's plays in Europe, so that's what we need. Get them out there, and then then we could see if Bryson either gains more weight or can somehow put on more speed because this kid is is crazy uh man that'd be funny yeah i'll i'll come back at kapalua i have 2 i'll have two months off i'll come back at kapalua at like 282 uh 12 12 body what fat are you now? 175 shit house 100 I'm 175 <laughs> well i mean it's easy it's easy you just see you know, what i i can i can buy uh I could buy protein shakes. Yeah,
0: and you need to build your own gym with
1: your face I on do. all the That's equipment. That's the big problem. I yeah. need a gym. Yeah. You got a Peloton. Uh, I can I need you need put, <laughs> put a sticker of your face on your Peloton and then, like, <laughs> like a lift, second sticker? Lift the Peloton
0: up and down. Um, <laughs>
1: a second sticker?
0: Awesome. Uh, hey, listen, I really appreciate all the, all the hard work you put in on this. It's been a lot of fun. Like I said, this isn't going away. Um, you'll hear from Max every now and again. Um, but uh, everybody send Max a lot of love for kind of – you know, committed to this for a few years doing an unbelievable job with it uh it's been a hell of a run and uh and yeah we'll uh
1: we've got some exciting news with this coming up so that'll be uh that'll be for future episodes guys thank you so much shane thank you tim thank you everybody thank you i i'm excited to continue to listen to this podcast uh it's been a it's been a great ride um i do my one biggest fear about retiring or quitting as they say was I was worried people were going to stop washing their hands. So I really hope okay. you guys continue that to wash right your hands. Yeah, so just wash them, soap, water, maybe a little extra soap. There was a time uh, yeah, where we thought be... we were
0: good on the hand washing, but you know what? It's we're we back. Need, we need we're to clearly continue. not washing appropriately. We, we've got to I mean just all the soap. I mean, you need to be going
1: through multiple soaps a week, multiple hand let's soaps. Let's get through a week. the soaps. So, but again, thank you. Continue uh, awesome. to wash good those luck, hands. Hey, good continue luck with the weight gain.
0: Excited to see what the transformation <laughs> looks like, and I can't wait to see you in 22, buddy. It'll be great. <laughs> see you, Shane. You the man. Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.